This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Atmosk Estro of Leviathan, Miri Kennett of Sargantanas, Pesca Soul of Ultros. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. And by ZD's Hot Dogs. Adventurers, do you know what I like after a long, hard, sweaty day of dungeoneering? That's right, cramming my mouth full of crispy wieners. And ZD's Hot Dogs are the cream of the crop. Our big, meaty sausages will make your mouth water and yearn for its explosion of delectable juices. Here at ZD Gardens, we grow each hot dog plant using organic fertilizer and never use yucky growth enhancement drugs. That's because ZD's Gardens believes in giving you the whole 9.5 yards, even when it's cold outside. So remember, when you think, man, I sure would love a red hot wiener in my mouth, think of ZD's Hot Dogs. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the actual like show open. I'd rather have Kelly make gay jokes and listen to the Dio Trek portion. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> if, out of sheer morbid curiosity, do you think if we let this loop for three hours, there'd be one person still listening at the end of it? Would there be one person at seven o'clock still listening? Oh my god. <laughs> Mismatcher is taking us personally, Justin. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, do we let it just go through the whole song or do we cut it off? I don't know. This song is killing my soul. Please start the show. <laughs> I just try to hear what these motherfuckers think of song requests at this hour. <laughs> It's the Garleans again. <laughs> I just I feel I feel like I feel like this is the post credit sequence for this episode is just us laughing hysterically at the chat. Yeah, definitely. Everyone's trying to do skip song. <laughs> For cuck's sake. <laughs> Delete Twitch. Oh man. Just told my FC this was happening and they all cringe. <laughs> Kill Juxta with a spoon. <laughs> I can't! Every time every time I, I wanna bail and go to the intro, someone just says something that I find even funnier and I'm just like, nah, fuck this. <laughs> Unsub, unfollow. Good. Oh. Fuck you. <laughs> juxta, juxta, type something like, wait, the song, you, you guys don't hear us right now? Sorry, guys, technical difficulties. Uh, there we go, like Alright, alright. I'm buying time to finish the outline. <laughs> God is dead. <laughs> <laughs> The fucked up part is that I'm paying for this shit. <laughs> Today at LBR we tease you with occasional bits no. while looping Dino Tracks. That's my favorite part. God is dead and Dino Tracks killed him. <laughs>
I, I just, I feel like we've got a minute 20 left in it. I just feel point, like we should hold you on. let it go. At this point, yeah. <sighs> Why are they all blaming me? I can picture the smug ass faces from the LBR crit out. There's nothing smug about it. We're just laughing our asses off. You'll, you'll hear this. You'll hear it tacked on to the end of the show. Oh, I almost have a headache left. I do. Oh my god, my face hurt. My, I'm starting to get that pain right under my ribs. <laughs> Everyone's expecting us to be so salty. I don't feel that salty anymore. Not anymore. This yeah. cheered me up. I don't feel salty oh, at all. Oh, this made my day. Ah. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> difficulty is that they tried to kill us song, but it keeps coming back, and how can you kill that which is already dead? I would delete Siri if this ever showed up on my playlist. <laughs> Nike. <laughs> Nika, are you there? You're being quite quiet. Yeah, I'm here. Okay, okay, Arm of the Dino Track, Savage. <laughs> Why are you so quiet, Nika? I can't actually hear the song, so... Oh my god, it's too funny. It's this really is the funniest. Funny. It's just this garbage track. I like it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've totally Stockholm syndrome. I've totally turned now. I've totally turned to 180 on it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Shows up or intros up. Limit. Break. With your hosts, Unhero. Now behold the horror you have wrought. I said don't take your clothes off. Juxtaposition. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Ooh, welcome to Limit Break Radio. Hey, where's our chat room hype, guys? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I, don't know, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand why. Normally, we're uh, we've got all kinds of emotes going. People are are all excited for the show. I don't know why anyone would be any less excited for today's show. <laughs> Face doesn't have, it, doesn't have anything to do like, with today's, dino tracks, today's, does it? Today's episode is going to be dynamite. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking, I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. I don't think my face has ever hurt this much coming into an episode. F-U-X-K-U Juxta and your shit song in the eye. Go kill yourself. Jeez. I like that wow. everyone blames Juxta for it. That's a bit of an extreme reaction. Come on. Fuck hype. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you don't like dino tracks? Welcome <laughs> to the show. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Thank you guys for joining us. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Limit Break Radio.com. Oh my god. Hashtag I, kill my, a Nero. <laughs> my, stu- my stomach hurts from laughing. Uh, we'll put it on the podcast. We'll put. Uh, so, for those that are listening on the podcast right now that just heard a part of a very strange song that maybe they don't understand where it came from, we've been torturing our. Uh, live streaming audience, our Twitch audience, with uh, with a song from Dino Tracks now for three weeks, and I think it just culminated in one of one of the best bits that we've ever done. I don't I don't care if anyone laughed on the other side, yeah, of this laughed. or not. We've never had that much fun doing and, anything, and boy, <clears throat> did we ever need to laugh! Oh boy, did we? We needed we needed that laugh. 
That was great. It's been it's been a tough week for Final Fantasy 14 players. I think <laughs> the, the community the community is uh, quite contentious at the moment, and we're going to get all into that. We're going to talk about DDM two. We want to take your calls. We want to know what you think about the new DDM, and especially the I two eighty weapons that were added within them. Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord to call in. I I have. An official title for Diadem 2 because remember I was the one that came up with the term Skynamis for the first iteration. That's of such it. a lie. So this one, uh, we we are yeah, we will we will now refer to it as Diadem 2: The Fateful Boogaloo. That everything, sucks. You, everything you what? say always has boogaloo in it for the part two. Yeah, every single thing ever. Well, that's because it's, it's not it's the third nice one. It's, it's not nice the third word. one. The third one would be Diadem Geddon. It's a nice word, but guess what? He overuses it. Yeah. The thing is, is that I was the first one. I was the very first one to use it when I named the uh, Limit Break Radio Spectacular Extravaganza Call in Bonanza Special Volume Two: The Electric Bugbear uh, Boogaloo. Actually, we no, both that was came me. up with that. No, one. that we was. That was definitely me. No, no, we was definitely that one. He, he has a way of just inserting himself into things that never happened, like that didn't happen. Oh, yeah. You've noticed that too. Uh, a bit, yes. Yeah. What do you know? You weren't even around for then, Escalia. I don't have to have been around to know. I laughed. I cried. I lost 10 pounds. Okay. Same. Juxta? <laughs> yes. First of all, no, you didn't. Oh, no, <laughs> no, thank you. I know. I love me too. No, you, di- you definitely didn't lose 10 pounds. I was, Actually, I know that's a lie. I did lose ten pounds. Did you? Yeah, I still. Did weigh, you? Lo- I still weigh a lot, but I weigh a lot <laughs> minus ten pounds. I was saying, did you, did take you your lo- backpack off? Did you lose it in the toilet? <laughs> was that one of your bowel movements? I lost it when I was in the ER and I died. <laughs> what? Jeez. <laughs> Thank you, ulcer. <laughs> so, oh, so it's official then? Well, not official, but oh. I'm just going to assume it is. Okay, it makes for a better narrative. <laughs> Narrative. Yeah, it's French. <laughs> it's French. Anyway. Oh my god. Anyway. Uh. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much. I know okay, listen. I'm gonna address something real quick. Okay. Ballin. Right off the top here. So all the people between last week and this week, I'm already seeing vicious complaining about it. The 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 donation echo. Oh yeah. We know that it's there. We're not going to do anything about it. The reason why is because that saves me about two and a half hours worth of work when we do post on this show. So uh, basically what it's doing is it's now sending that audio to the recorder as well. So you're getting it twice. There's no way to mute it on my desktop. At least not that I've been able to find. Okay. Well, you know what? They don't care what you have to do on the back end. So edit monkey edit. (laughs) It really is irritating. Oh, I don't doubt it. Oh, it really do your job. It really, it really is irritating. Incoming five drops about doing your job. I know, right? Go Why on. did I give him five? Right? Do Come your on. Job. I'll just go do to the climax. Do your job. There we go. Ten do seconds of this. Yeah, here we go. Do your job. Three more seconds. Do your job. You know what? I I think that do that. Your job. <laughs> That really does embody the entire attitude of the YouTube comments section. <laughs> Do your job. Oh, oh my they God. Did, they did not like the fact that I bodied them last week. And they decided, oh, well, we're going to use this week as, uh, and as, as an example 
to uh, to to talk shit. And uh, boy, that I mean, real maybe not really even understanding that like more comments and more interaction on any of our YouTube pages, any only of our YouTube videos, stronger. it only gets us more views. Sloppy. I had a lot of rage from that song. So I pointed my rage to the number one person I hate on the show. Again. Fuck you, Juxta. AIDS! Okay. What? I, n- now, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I, I need to back up because I, we didn't get to address it. Um, what's, with the, uh, what's with the donation voice? What's wrong with it? Well. Who is it today? Yeah. Who is it today? Yeah. I think this is Joey. Joey. Joey? That yeah. does not sound like a Joey. From Friends. <laughs> Joey it definitely doesn't sound like Joey from Friends. It's totally I think, Joey from I Friends. Think, I think it needs an update. I think I think you need to change it. No. Yeah. Did you hear how smooth he was? It's it, like drinking something alcoholic that's really tasty and delicious. Don't, right, right I, don't, I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's like tasting. I, I don't like scotch. I don't like Ew. it. I don't or like whiskey. it at all. You got to change. Uh, no Joey. Red Bull? I think he's suave. No Red Bull. No, no Joey, no Justin. Well, okay, hold on. Nika, do you like it? He's very suave. Yeah, fuck. Well, chat right. saying right, hashtag bring Justin. No, no, change no, it. Justin. Change. No, Justin. I gotta change it. If it's Justin, I swear to God, I'm gonna leap across this fucking I console. I don't have Justin on the donation. I have okay? to have a screwdriver. You can stab him with it. That's right. Okay, good. Jesus Christ. We're prepared. Oh my gosh. Fine. No, Joey. No, Joey. We're gonna bring up Kendra. Oh, my name is Kendra. Oh my. That, that does not my sound like a Kendra. Kendra. That does not do the Kendra name. Very much justice. There we go. How many people? (laughs) (laughs) What? Nothing. I was just. It was that I didn't expect to be getting. Hello, my name is Kendra. I didn't expect to get a preview of Kendra. Well, yours. I. Do your jobs. Nice job. Way to go. Uh, anyway, welcome to the show. We got a lot to talk about. Uh, and again, we want to take your calls. So line them up right now. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. We we've, could do, we've seen you know, the feedback. Just, we know you have stuff to talk about. We could do an entire... I'm sure I could do an entire episode on our YouTube comment section alone. But we actually have stuff that we have to talk about today. Uh, yeah, like yeah. the third job that was cut from Stormblood. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that, though. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get there. To that. We'll get to that. So uh, we just actually saw uh, PAX East get finished up, and uh, there was a Q&A session out there with Yoshi P. We'll, uh, we'll end up talking about that in a little bit. But I wanted to start with Diadem and uh, the new Diadem that came out. Now, oh, boy. Now, uh, in the first couple of days that this came out, this got some very, very, very critical reception. Eat my dick! That is pretty much the sentiment. And yeah. the reason being is because, uh, like in the original Diadem, the reward structure from the new Diadem doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. So It never did. It never did, and it still continues not to. And I think that a large part of the criticism of the original Diadem is that the loot system didn't make sense and that it wasn't very well, it didn't fit very well within the loot structure. And instead of trying to address that in a meaningful way, um, 
Square Enix went in and put in 280 weapon rewards from some of the uh, emergency missions in New Diadem. We'll yep. talk about the structure of New Diadem in a second, but I want to start with the 280 weapons and why there was such a visceral reaction to this when it first came out, because you would see pages upon pages of Facebook conversations. Uh, you know, when you went to Reddit, you saw this sentiment a lot. Oh, yeah. the, the, the community seemed to be split almost right down the middle uh, with half the community saying like, oh, this isn't that bad. When you look at, you know, when you look at everything that you probably are going to have to do to get them and the how rare they're going to be. getting a usable one, right? Yeah, that it's going to be, that it's it's not going to be as easy as people are thinking. And there is a little bit of truth to that. There is some degree of truth to that. But I think the main concern that most everyone had and most anyone that's been playing for an extended period of time and working on an animal weapon or working on raiding is that a 280 weapon, just by virtue of the base damage increase alone, makes a 275 weapon nearly worthless. It doesn't the stats, the, the secondary stats on that weapon have to be so extremely phenomenal to outweigh the base damage increase of even a shitty secondary stat. Yeah, weapon. I don't know if I got an accuracy parry weapon, I would not use it over 275. Sorry. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, like like when you think about like when you're leveling up each time you level up to your next weapon. It isn't a big, like, it's one or two base damage increase, and it's a humongous difference in the damage it that you put is. out. It really, really is. You see that difference. Like, your DPS numbers, I think, would be higher objectively just with that base damage increase. That's it. But and, if you have a full crit debt weapon and then go to an accuracy parry weapon, I don't mm, think that would be true, honestly. Mm, I, that's what I'm saying, though, is that... The secondary stance on that weapon would have to be so extremely good to outweigh yeah, yeah. the base damage increase that, you know, you're only at that point talking about raid weapons and, uh, you know, and animal weapons. And if those are the two weapon classifications that you're talking about when you talk about a 280 weapon coming in and outclassing everything else, like those are the ones that people have been putting tons of time and effort into only to see it like oh i can just go do do this other thing like and and granted people saw it and reacted before they really understood how much effort getting a 280 weapon really right. was going to be and so you know but at the same time there's already people who have gotten their 280 weapon someone in chat says that they have two already <laughs> Well, how, how much is this person playing? Well, and that's to a, get two. That's the thing. Like, is it you have two? Are either of them usable? Are either of them worth your using job? over your two seventy five? That's what I'd be curious about. Yeah, it's. I think that there is some pretty serious concern. So I want to talk to the two raiders in the room because everyone I don't have everyone, much experience, but everyone just question? last week everyone just latched onto that statement that I haven't been logging on much and th and, and thought that they were exposing me. Yeah, big big mystery, <laughs> like, like big <gasps> mystery revealed. Right, like they. Act, I'm an internet detective. They acted like yeah. They they acted. <laughs> well, why like, didn't you just hit your drop? What? You just said your drop. 
I, I, have, I don't think I that's a drop. drop. That's not that, a drop. That's, that's not a drop. What why, the fuck? Is that, why does that sound so familiar then? What the fuck are you talking about? That's me sounding like Reddit, so maybe you got it from that. Yeah. I thought that was a drop. No, you're dumb. <laughs> Hey, you know, we're not talking about me. We're talking about you being exposed for not playing the game you're podcasting about. Don't try to Daffy Duck me. Rejected. <laughs> but, yeah, like, if, if look, if I say it on the show, it comes out of my mouth. I know what I'm saying. Like, I don't, lots of things come into his mouth. I'm just, like. Right, Daddy? You're not exposing Daddy? anything. You're not. It, Daddy? Like, people acted like, shut the fuck Daddy? up. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm not sitting here in front well, of your it's, mic it's volume. You can do whatever you, you want. You fucking idiot. <laughs> you're ju- you're easily as dumb as all of those stupid YouTube motherfuckers who think that they get one up on me by going, "Oh, but you haven't been playing." Yeah, I know. I oh, said God. that dipshit. Oh, why are you so angry? I'm not angry. I'm so sass in that voice. I'm not angry. It's I find it really hilarious. Find it really, really funny. Like you got served in in like a really super unaware way. Anyway, thanks, thanks for that. Great, great addition. I, I'm glad that that went somewhere. I had a point that I was working towards until every single one of you derailed me. Yeah, Scalia, you dick. Thanks a lot, Nike. <laughs> You're welcome. So I want to put it to the two Raiders on the crew. And if I have to mute the rest of your microphones, I will. God damn it, children. Um, How, Nika, I'll start with you. How much did this impact your uh, motivation for continuing to raid? Um, it didn't, um, cause I don't give a shit about DM and I never have it. I probably never will. So that's probably why, but I guess my biggest concern in terms of the way the game is developing is just like, why? I want to know why they thought that this is a decision they should make, because let's think about when we got the final stage of the relic, we got the final stage of raiding weapons before heaven's word came out. I mean, these weapons were good until like level 55 or so when the dungeons and all that kind of stuff and the storyline started giving you better weapons. Like you could use these halfway through leveling in the next expansion. So, I mean, we literally just got the last stage of the relic last patch like a week ago, right? Two weeks ago. Yeah. I just want to know why they thought that they should outclass them so quickly when last time they let us use them halfway through the expansion and at least feel like our, I don't know, our work was worth it. Uh, well, I think the point was to try to funnel as many people, raiders included, into Diadem. Because if you gave, if you put a 270 weapon in there, everyone who's raiding or working on an anima looks at that and goes, why? What's the point of that? You know, like, and, and there is some truth to that. So I, I, from a certain, from a certain point of view, I understand. Why not make him 275 and make him horizontal? I agree. Amen. That's, yeah. See, that's where I would have gone, especially with the randomized secondary, you would have, you, you would have had a chance and it granted that's a minuscule chance but you would have had a chance at some really bomb ass secondary stats versus what is on either your anima or your raid weapon especially for people who aren't doing relic weapons for every single job that they have like i would go in there because right now my monk is still using the sophia weapon i would totally go in there for a 275 monk weapon but now i'm like "Mm." so what's preventing you from going in there nika i just don't like the diadem structure did you have have you have you done it 
Like, did you do have, since since no. the new Diadem? Have you actually gone in and done it? Not yet. I plan on it. Okay. I was just curious. I just don't like the way that Diadem is personally. You don't. You don't like. Well, it's different now, Nika. It's yeah, different. But yeah, but it's not better. It's, it's, not, it's not different enough or better enough to make anyone care. It's easier now. Escalia, so you're also rating yeah. and you've done you've done DM too. Yep. And I think when this came out, you had a very different reaction than Nika did. I fucking hated this. I was really, really upset. And just from the perspective of now, if I want my best possible best in slot weapon, I should focus my attention away from raiding and into Diadem. Like it is incredibly unlikely to get, and I'm glad that it's incredibly unlikely to get. But if my focus is to be best in slot Dragoon, I should shift my focus over to Diadem because I don't need a 275 weapon to be able to do Diadem. Well, it's and piss I, but easy. you also don't need a 280 weapon in order to raid, which is the hardest content. Right. So I feel like even you know, if they're throwing a 280 weapon in, why do we even need it? You don't. You, you don't. don't. <laughs> Straight like, up. But my goal, but I think the goal of myself and most people who do raid or play the game, like seriously, their goal is to eventually hit best in slot. Like that's kind of the that end goal that you have. I mean, as well as 14 provides an end goal. And now to do so. The game has basically told me your goal is now in Diadem. That is what you want. And I look at it like this is one week after I came on the air and said raiding is all that's keeping me interested in Final Fantasy 14. Yeah, I mean, it felt like a huge kick in the dick. I mean, think about it. If you're raiding and you still want to go after best in slot, like you have no incentive to finish out your weapon, right? Uh, my animal weapon? Ooh, no, you're my raid weapon? getting any kind of raid weapon, yeah. Really really quick from the chat, Raggins is here. He said, we have 88 people in the BGFC. Some of our hardcore members have been spamming Diadem since the patch day, and we have yet to obtain a single 280 weapon. Oh, yeah. So far, we have gotten more riddles from Dragon's Air. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is super unlikely, and we'll go into the details of just how unlikely it is to get later on. But the point is that if you want to go best in slot, your focus is now Diadem. Right. If you don't want to go best in slot, if you want to say, hey, 275 weapon and either Anima or Relic, that's good enough for me, then you're fine. It doesn't matter. But if your goal is that best in slot title... You're doing diadem, especially yeah, especially if you have limited playtime, and you know which what? I think we all do. Uh, Ascalia, I don't even think that that Square has looked that far ahead. I don't think that's what they were thinking when they thought that. All they had in their head was, all right, let's see, last expansion in the downtime. People were like, oh shit, there's nothing to do. We need something to do in the downtime. Now you have something to do between now and Stormblood launch. You should be in diadem trying to get that best weapon. That's literally all I see when I look at Diadem as a whole is something with an extremely low drop rate, extremely randomized, and go there and get it because it's probably going to take you three months to get it if you even do. Right. And I mean, like, yeah, sure, there still also is, like, the body piece out of A12S, but a lot of builds, the upgraded uh, tome gear is better. So Mm. it's like not every job needs the body piece out of there. That's true. Most of the builds I see for Dragoon rock the upgraded Shire gear. But then then the question that that Nika brought up is also, I think, extremely valid. Why? What's the point? Why have it? Like uh, what? Are you getting your I two eighty weapon for to get into raiding? Like no, why? You're What's fine the point? On a you're done. Yeah, you're done. You're 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 pretty much done. I mean, yeah, you're like like you were saying, Escalia, you're filling in bits and pieces for BIS if sure. that's what you're going if that's after. Your goal, yeah, if that's your goal. But it really does seem like why? 
Yeah, I mean, I cleared A11, Unless, I cleared A11S on Zervon Pike. Like, right. it's not like you need a higher weapon to get up there. I mean, unless you're just trying to prep yourself for Stormblood, but these weapons are, uh, like, when Stormblood hits, these weapons are going to be good for maybe a patch. Not even. They're going to be good until you finish the storyline. Tops. Mm, I don't know. I uh, d- no. I, I can't no, remember. Because the, la- the last time, the gear that yeah. from the end of... Um, the first expansion was good until about level fifty-five. All the gear, one thirty was was the best or whatever it was until then. Right, and you got yeah. outclassed in the vault, right, and which then, was still part of the main story. No, was it, it the vault? Out, yeah. No, it wasn't. Um, whatever level fifty-five dungeon is. Um, the one the before the Somal, vault. Somal, Somal, yeah, okay. That's um, where they start getting outclassed. That's the one I, where the gear started was like five eye levels higher. Yeah. Um, and so that's and then in the storyline, it actually remember every so often during the story missions, they would actually give you a, an NQ piece of gear that was also better. Right. So, so exactly. So as I'm, you know, like if I do DM and I get my I-280 weapon, that's going to, I don't know what I'm going to do with that until Stormblood. Stormblood hits and then within six or seven or eight missions and a bunch of leveling, I'm going to be replacing it. Yeah. So, so I, I do think that that question, Nika, that you asked, what is the point of this is really valid. Yeah, I don't see any any need for a, a a 280 weapon. A 275 weapon in there would have been fine, and plus it makes Materia super easy to get, so you can finish pimping out your gear in a, any way you want. Materia is already so cheap. Yeah, well, so crit, crit 5 right now, as of yesterday, on Sargentanus is 89k. Well, I mean, yesterday, that's with this new diadem out. Like right. A week ago, it was still like 180k. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have four million gil. Uh, that's exactly I don't either. I have thirty-four million gil. Jesus. I actually exa- have exactly four million. That's why I thought that. Yeah. I have like seven hundred k. Wow. Why? How the mighty have fallen. It's because the rest is on my retainer. It's like eight mil. Oh. oh. There you go. Well, thanks Wait, for I that. Have more, I have more gil than you do. Probably. You play this game, don't you? More what you call <laughs> AFKing playing the game? Well, somehow I have almost 11 mil from AFKing. So. My God, where do you guys get this money? How come I'm dirt Literally poor? Retainer Ventures and I buy nothing. Yeah. All right, let me RP. tell you what I get out of yeah. Retainer <laughs> Ventures. I get Dark Light gear. He gets the same thing he gets out of life. Half chubs. Nah. Yeah. I get it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, I, I definitely think that the critical reception and reaction to the I-280 weapons was warranted and and at least the confusion i mean when when most of your community sees the loot structure and goes what well yeah, as soon as we saw the 280 weapon of course my first thought was oh it's going to be a super airdrop or i can earn it if i do enough you know uh get enough tokens or whatever the turn in system you know be. what made Granted, you can't do that what made my head spin the most was all right i heard the 280 thing i'm like all right you know that's cool it's like the end reward sort of thing what else is there it's minions is there some? There's, there's a little baby brontosaurus minion. He's really no. cute. Oh, that's cute. I want that. The there's two, a mount. The, Come on. The, the two eighty weapon. That's like the only is reason. There two, to is do there two eighty gear or two sixty five? No. There's, there's two sixty five gear. There's not. Okay, oh, okay. So wait, 
There's 265 gear? Yeah, I got a 265 body piece. I feel like we should at least piece. do 270 so we can, once again, have horizontal choices. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the 265 like, is a weird number for them to it pick. Because right? 270 would have been a fine Especially analog to the upgraded tone gear. Right. Yes, if they want it to be something that we spend the next three months doing until the expansion, give us 270 gear so we can try to get, have a new meta for a BIS that we try to get before the next expansion drops. Like, yeah, absolutely. 270 would have made way more sense than, like, 270 for the gear and 275 for the weapon. Oh my god, that would have worked fine. Or maybe so the gear should have been 280. So that way it could have been <laughs> yeah. better. So everything's 280? Yeah. And everything best comes out of that. Uh, I honestly think that they looked at it and thought, like, that's it, like we need a better carrot to make sure that enough people are populating DM for it to be viable. Well, because it, it, it definitely would get real impossible if it's not getting populated. Yeah. Like, if that's one that is going to be super dependent on the population, especially the emergency missions. But at the same time, like, uh, how do you, like, are that many people going to do this for a, for the chance at a 280 weapon, especially when they see what actually completing an I emergency mission in Pug is like? If there was decent 270 gear, I feel like that's a much better way to get raiders in there than 265 gear and a chance at a weapon that's really hard. Even to 270 gear really where, weird. where I have a chance that it might take a best in slot spot where I can like, oh, now that I, now that I have this, I can use a Shire piece instead of an Alexander piece and it works better. Right. So what I do think that, that the new land, and I, and I just want to start talking about the actual structure of the event. Yeah, because I didn't see a single piece of gear drop when I was doing it. All I got was a bunch of broken treasure chests. Okay. Yeah. Well, gear does drop. Well, I promise you, you that. You have to turn in the lockboxes, and then the lockboxes have a chance for the gear to drop. Oh, okay. Did so you know it, that? It, no, I did not know they were in the lockboxes. What did you think Stupid. the lockboxes were for? I did you, know. Did, did you turn in the lockboxes? No. Where do I turn them in at? The uh, picker of locks, master of locks, whatever it is. Holy shit. Well, hey. this would be why you did not uh, get any gear. Okay, well. You're fired! <laughs> Does that mean I can leave? No. No. Damn it. Just that means you get ridiculed. I, I can just mute you and you can just sit here like juxta. Ha <laughs> feel, feel like a dummy. <laughs> Man, you're a big dummy. At least I'm not fat. Eh, you got a point there. Yeah, but you're dumb. At anyway. least I can lose weight. You can't get smarter. Anyway, um, we've got uh, we've got a bunch of calls lining up here that uh, I want to try to get to here in a second. But I want to lay out the structure here of the event before we uh, before we do. So, uh, Escalia, I think you got the most exposure to sure. it. Yeah, it's it's basically broken up now into two different sections: Trials of the Fury and Trials of the Matron, which are for your disciples of war and magic, as opposed to crafters and gatherers. Uh, you enter and basically starts off. You're given a quest which functions similarly to a fate you go around you complete your quest uh, as your primary objective and your secondary objective is to fill up an evaluation gauge and you complete that out by doing fates in the zone uh, once you clear that you get a reward bag that's got uh, some uh, scrolls and some materia in it for you and you also get access to a uh, ethereal gap which sends you to another section of diadem that you can't use mounts to get to and in that section, the boss fates of the zone can uh, pop, which will give you more rewards. So what are, what would, how would you gauge the difficulty of the fates? Piss easy. Well, piss easy at the beginning. Once you get the ethereal gap and you can go down into the harder sections right. and get those fates, those ones don't fuck around. See now, you will get messed up down there if you're not paying attention. See, now, I never got the ability to go down. Oh, as soon as all I did was it felt like fate grinding the entire time. And by the end of it, my, I felt like I wanted to, you know, melt oh, my face off. Absolutely. No. Once you once you've cleared the base mission and you get that uh, the reward sack, uh, a couple different spots on the map, an ethereal gap will have spawned and you can go down into a different section of DM that has harder fates. 
Yeah, see, that's what I understand, and that those harder fates are actually a lot more interesting and can not really lend itself well to pugs. Like, you might actually need some real strategy there. My group died a few times doing those, wow. definitely. And yeah, also, that's where the boss fates will spawn down in those areas. And because you can't uh, just mount through there, you will have to actually fight your way to the boss a lot of the time. Not and all the fates down there are like that. Either, either. Not all the fates down there are like that. One of them was still just the, hey, kill these elementals and give the House Hallenart guy the cores. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say that they're all, like, super crazy, but mm-hmm. they are definitely a step up in difficulty. Yeah. And, like, our first group that was in there, uh, yeah, you pull a couple extra mobs or you make a mistake, yeah, you can wipe. Yeah, and I had to say that I actually do like the idea of differentiating two parts of the zones and having to, you know, do certain uh, triggers or objectives to be able to go to that second part of the zone. I mean, it does feel a little bit like the... Uh, the the maps down into the Aquapolis uh, sort of thing like and that and I like that kind of aspect the fact that I went in there and didn't get to go down into the second part I think is kind of cool like it, it's it sort of adds a bit of RNG and dynamics in there and that's fun and one of the things that we've been saying for a while is that like look this this game needs some kind of free company content some kind of content that you can do with larger than just eight people oh well then let me tell you about a emergency missions because every so often and it does not happen every diadem i had happened one in three missions for me uh an emergency mission will pop uh where everyone is called to go take part in this event that's happening it's kind of in the centerish of the map there's a big crystal with a platform on it you land on there you get teleported inside and basically everyone gathers there a humongous fight happens against a big epitaph i don't know if there's different ones but this is the one that we did after that first enemy pops, uh, four teleporters will spawn. That It gives you no idea who's supposed to go where, so you got to kind of work amongst yourselves to figure out which one. That takes you down to another big platform uh, that has it's basically a, an outer ring and then an inner circle, and you come down on the outer parts of the ring and fight an ad there. Uh, you have to fight the three ads before the big middle mob spawns, and once he spawns, if you haven't killed the three ads, you're going to have a bad time. The interesting bit about this fight is that the enemies do not reset. Even if everyone dies, the Hmm. enemies do not reset and they will just go over to where you spawn in at and wait for you and kill your ass the second you enter the zone. It is Yatunga jungle all over again with goblin smithies waiting at the zone line to wreck your shit. If you wipe on this, it's done. I kind of like you're, it. You're go- like, you don't get another chance. I and I fucking love it. I kind of like that. I kind of like that aspect. I, I mean, it encourages you to do it as a free company where you can have more coordination. And see, that's the thing where I think like, okay, well, that that might actually be, you know, like the, the smart part about it is that, you know, it is free, finally free company design content. The problem is, is that without having any kind of successful free company content previous to this, like, I think that it it really becomes difficult to set up the... The expectation. Not just the expectation, but the 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 structure for it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no pre-existing structure mm-hmm. that this event relies on. And so you're having to, you know, come up with a whole new, you know, meta for this. And and, and doing it, maybe pod, meta I, is not the right word, but you know what I mean? Like, you've got to come up with a whole new structure for this sort of thing. I question whether doing it in Pug is possible right now. Like, maybe as people get better and start, like, figuring out how to communicate better. Like, in our run, <laughs> as soon as people were gathering there, there was a guy who had a macro that explained 
explained every <laughs> boss fight that you just drop into but the splash out, and people still like it's as soon as the fight started, it was killed, and then people started immediately running through the teleporters and started the second fight, and like you couldn't figure out like there was way not enough people at one teleporter, way too many people at the other one. But that's normal. That's so normal with a piece of content that's been out for less than a week. Well, oh yeah. The- what it's gonna take? What it's gonna take is it's gonna take a couple of dedicated link shells to figure out what the best structure or the best strategy is. I think that was the people word in the chat are for. saying it's possible. All right. Well, uh, what I saw was a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah, Just and that's what I'm saying is that like as soon as people have a common context for how the event operates and it's like, okay, everyone kind of gets like, don't go over there or like, you know what I mean? Like this will trigger this phase or whatever um, that that suddenly it will be become public. I mean, or could we say that this is finally a time where free companies should actually do something together? I think so. Like, I think this actually does lend itself well to free companies. And if their goal was to make an event that kind of would inspire you to do something as an FC, this could be it. Okay, except for the fact that this has been released so close to Stormblood and the reward structure is so questionable that are people actually going to do it long enough to realize, hey, this is a concept that we want to be carried over into Stormblood? Or is it just going to be tossed by the wayside and by the time Stormblood comes around... Nobody cares anymore. Well, and that's the, that's what we were saying uh, in the run-up to this, is that DDM2 has really got to knock it out of the park for it to prove its concept moving forward. If Eureka is going to be based on DDM2 and DDM2 is a complete wet fart, then what do you do? Yeah, I mean, like, I can't speak to it. I'm not going to speak to it to the reward structure, but from, like, a structure of how the event works, it should lend itself to doing it as a free company. Whether or not the actual carrot on the stick will be enough to get free companies to do that, I don't know, but the actual structure of the event does lend itself. That's the to thing that. is that you know the bulk of the complaints that I've seen, there have been two, two of the two the the two biggest complaints is uh, first obviously the uh, I two eighty weapon, and then the second complaint is that it just feels mostly like fate grinding. That's what it felt like. But to me. there's a second. Well, that's what it felt like to me, but I didn't see the secondary aspect to it. So if there's the possibility that you don't see this second, you know, it's sort of like the the assumption that I made back in the ff11 days about assaults that it's oh it's all just wall breaking when that was just that was the only one that i that i had seen right and there was a whole lot more that was underneath it right and i think that this may be something kind of similar to that is that there's actually more to it now the fact that you know people have been pugging it and i see you in the chat room and uh you know already getting 280 weapons I mean, look and 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 obviously Ragans coming in there's a variety of experiences here and so i think that that indicates that there's some rng going on definitely i think and that that's okay too and we want to hear from you guys on it exactly and you know to yoshi p's point we're going to get into this q a here in just a second from pax uh from pax east but to yoshi p's point that he led off with telling the the community to relax about it i think that there is at least some kind of wisdom in that that there is you know there are some rng dependent things that are going on here and just because you hear about someone anecdotally getting a good weapon or a couple of good weapons does not mean that it's a foregone conclusion for everyone walking into the event am i going to go all the way to say that this was a good event no, I'm not. I don't I I I haven't seen enough of it to be able to judge. And what I have seen of it wasn't terribly impressed. Kind of felt pretty bored. A lot like the old diadem. <laughs> but 
uh, I'm willing to I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt to be able to play more of it, to be able to be exposed to more of it, and to actually like maybe try to craft some strategy for it and see what works, what doesn't, and why it's not working on this kind of bigger scale might be kind of interesting. So you know, Iskali, I got to give you some credit in this conversation. You've you've kind of hooked me back into to giving it another shot. I had mostly written it off as as fate grinding and uh and that felt very very unsatisfying well i'm glad for you i don't want to do it again (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how i hooked you into it but okay well i i think that there are some aspects of the event that do seem really really cool yeah i like i said i think the emergency missions is actually really good but the rest of it is boring (laughs) yeah yeah. I, I, I like like I, my second and third like I got the emergency mission on my first go in there the second and third one I didn't get one and yeah it was an hour of fake grinding in both of them and I'm like ugh. yeah I think I think that that kind of dynamic like could you even see the interesting part of the system <laughs> I think that that kind of dynamic may not exactly be the dynamic we were asking for I'm worried this is going to turn into like everyone goes in clears their mission super fast and then AFKs until maybe an emergency mission pops Mm. That's what I foresee this turning into. All right. We're going to go to our phone lines before we get into the uh, PAX East Q&A and talk to Glendar Hothbane of Gilgamesh. What's up, Glendar? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, I think we take it from a perspective of the 280 weapons, just a taste of what we're going to be seeing in Stormblood. Maybe it wasn't just a um, coincidence. They put that in there as a teaser. A, a, a teaser for what? I mean, we know that we're going to be getting a higher eye level in Stormblood if the uh, level cap is going to be raising. Then they're going to be pushing the eye level. I, I'm not sure what that is exactly supposed to tease. Like, like we were saying, it becomes it, like the 275 weapons. It ends up oh, yeah. becoming useless halfway through the story experience of that uh, of that patch. And that, and that I do agree with. I do agree with that part for for the most part. But maybe he's hinting towards something in game that we're not seeing maybe there's something there that you know behind the curtains he's trying to present to us maybe in some sort of subtle way in game i feel like you're yeah. leading me to try to, to try to get me to say something but i don't know what yeah. no nope, not leading nope not leading yeah i i'm not didn't uh, he continuously even say with the last dia done that there was more that we were never finding and there really wasn't and well i'm sure there actually was stuff in the old dia that we weren't finding but why would you yeah right why would you invest yourself enough to? I, I, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know what he could possibly be trying to hint at or signal towards. I, I think he's hinting at, hey, fates are an easy system to use. Let's use them more. Yeah, it does seem a little bit like copy pasted in terms of mechanics. Like, take this thing and put it there. Kind of, yeah. I don't know. Like, if, if it's hit, someone in the chat suggests 72 man raids, I don't ever want to fucking see that in this game. <laughs> I don't have any desire to see raiding get up past 24 people. Like, any content in this game over eight people is already pretty lackluster. I think we should have 72 man raids where it's like savage level hard, so you have to find that many people. You've got to find 72 competent players? Yeah. Only doable on Gilgamesh. <laughs> Uh, it certainly isn't on Sargatanis. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Glendart, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, if you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord if you want to call in on Discord. 
cool thing uh we're looking into the uh twitch desktop app so uh you might be able to uh give the show a call straight through twitch call in through twitch that'd be super cool i think we're definitely we're definitely gonna work on it Mm -hmm. we're definitely gonna work on it Uh, from whatever from everything that i hear about the desktop app it seems like it should be possible so um yeah uh give us a call limit break radio on skype 810-515-8715 yeah we fully admit that like we've only done a few of these so far so if you've had different experiences or cool experiences i'd love to hear about them yeah there's like a lot of pieces that i like to it but it still just seems like it's another link in this long chain of like a project that they had like this idea for but when it comes out it seems more like they're still testing or preparing something for the longer run like imagine even if this still would have been like lived up to everybody's expectations and was this really sweet awesome thing and we have three months left before the new expansion i just i the two new pieces of content that we got with heaven's word palace of the dead as well as diadem were i mean they had mixed reactions that does not... I don't think that that bodes terribly well. Now, now, now granted, uh, uh, Palace of Dead especially, like, like, as far as the mechanics and the actual structure of the event goes, they were fun. But Palace of the Dead, just like Diadem, like, the only reward was a weapon. Right. That was, like, the only reason to... And, yeah, you can be like, oh, but you can get pets and, like, mounts and... And get money stuff. glamoury thing. That's not why people really want to play the game they want to be able to get awesome looking gear and stuff like that and honestly i think that that's what it ends up coming down to for me in a lot of these cases is it always comes back around to how they do their reward structure yeah from day one a realm reborn it's always been the same not just that but i mean like when they do deviate from the reward structure it it it's like with Diadem, where they do it in a really nonsensical way that is very difficult to make mm-hmm. make heads or tails of. Yeah, and and to people in the chat saying Diadem is a prototype for Eureka. Are you kidding? All right, let's let's just for a minute. I mean, it could be true, but let, let's for a minute assume that is correct. Are you saying that you are okay with your game developer giving you a prototype for an event, then an upgraded prototype for an event that's not coming to the next? Like that's not how you fucking make a game. Just test prototypes over and over and over again. Well, we know that, that are delayed <clears throat> on top of each other. We know that Square Enix's quality testing uh, process for 14 uh, content is mostly internal. It mostly relies on the development staff being able to do it with either, you know, like in God mode or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like they test it internally. And I think that you know palace of the dead was was good i think that they did a nice job with they that did. And, i enjoyed and, palace and, and of the a, dead lot, a lot a lot yeah a lot of people did um but f- specifically for something like a diadem this is why you need a test realm yeah this is why you need a Agreed. test realm yeah there would just be something that would go a long long way towards like even then if an event's bad or if something doesn't work out they can kind of like you have that buffer of like well it was on the test realm why weren't you guys talking to us about this right you almost buy yourself that bit of credit by having a test realm where it's like the onus comes back on us as players yeah definitely let's go back to our phone line see huvak of sergeant tanis what's up dude Hey, what's up, Nero? Uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, big fan of the show. Uh, so let's get started. Uh, my thoughts on uh, Diadem, or Diadon't, as I like to put it. <laughs> um, so 
What the fuck, Square Enix? <laughs> 280 weapons? Okay, so I sent a letter to you guys. I don't know if you're going to read it on the air or what, or eviscerate it. Um, but I did, my initial thoughts on the 280 was both the weapon, and I had assumed in the beginning it was going to be equipment. So I would stand corrected on that. But what the fuck, 280? Seriously, we just got... The relic weapon. Uh, what was it like a couple of days ago? Yeah, two seventy five. Like. Two seventy five had just been introduced, like not even yeah, that long like, ago. Just like fucking yesterday, you know. Right. I just like took a shit and I just got it a couple of days ago. Whatever, right? So it's like, what, what, what happened, Yoshi? And and the way it was is just the entire direction of where Square Enix is going is actually making me have second thoughts on continuing my sub all the way until Stormblood. Well, let's not and act like this is the... Go ahead, keep going. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, because, like, let's take, for example, the debacle of uh, Proto-Ultima, how they shoehorned it into Dunscape. I won't go into great detail, but we already talked about that. Mm-hmm. And now they're just sloppily putting fates in place of killing a bunch of fucking mobs. What? What? And, and, I mean, haven't we, haven't we done enough fates already? Amen. I, and King Galaxy is also pointing out in the chat that, take note, if there hadn't been a critical glitch in Diadem, it would have come out at the same time, same time as the 275 Relic. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Let's not pretend that this is the first time that they've done something like this, though. Remember when, oh, no. when Palace no, of the no, Dead no, first no. came out? I'm pretty sure that that, that came out. That had like the newest high, highest item level weapon. And then two weeks later, they gave us the upgrade weapon for our Tome weapon at the time, which then outclassed that. But the uh, the logic is, is that it, why if you have put in all of this effort and time and uh, you know work to get one of the two... 275 weapons you know like how do you not look at this as a slap in the face for all of that for all of that groundwork yeah it's a huge slap in the face and i'll and i'll go ahead and point out palace of the dead they what there was a, a streamline of progression if you saw it from beginning all the way up until end there was a you would have to get 30 38 pool in order for you to get uh the super stupid bright glowy weapon and then you turn that in have to grind a bunch of levels in order for you to get the new uh more badass looking glowy weapon right and there was a form of progression even though the freaking stats were garbage it was still a pretty decent weapon uh, instead of trying to grind for sophie or uh god knows zervon uh sore wipes but uh, the point i'm trying to make is that there was a form of progression there and then people actually went out of their way to go get it I, there's a guarantee you go out to Ioshi right now, and aside from the relic weapons, the next set of uh, glory weapons you see is Palace of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. Yeah. yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. And I, and and I think there's a form of progression there. Yeah, I'm well, sorry, and sorry. well, no, no, no. It just it shows how Palace of the Dead actually did pretty well in engaging people and getting them to get something out of the system. And I mean, yeah, Palace of the Dead stayed well populated and popular. It still is now. It still is. Yeah, it's yeah. a really great way to level up. It, so that's I mean, one where like SE has kind of proven their metal on that one. Like it worked. Like I can't really take anything away from that, but Diadem like Palace of the Dead managed to do it without pissing everyone off. Oh, oh, don't let me get started on the new meta of, of Diadem. It's now AFK in front of this fucking teleport and hope for emergency mission. 
Oh, oh good. My prediction. Came a through. whole fucking hour. A whole fucking hour. Don't even just do anything. Just go here, AFK. So wait. and uh, go twiddle your dick for the next hour or so. Have we even been doing it long enough to know one way or the other if they are just flat out completely baseline random, or if doing fates actually has a chance to make emergency missions pop? Because that seems like it should be an inherent design. The more fates you do. The, the more higher likely, the, the higher the chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Clearing exactly. The, or clearing yeah. the boss fate gives you a chance. Yeah, like right. that. Yeah. That makes sense to me, right? right. Hmm. No, see, uh, the way I, I would have liked to have seen Deidum is more of a like type of s- similar structure. However, um, and I hate to bring this up, though. I don't know if you guys remember the old uh, Novus books, or I think it was the Animus books for the Relic. We, yeah, we remember those. Yeah. Book. Yeah, 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 everyone hates them. I hate to bring it up, but there was a certain structure to it. You go out, you kill a certain amount of mobs. You go out and kill a certain amount of fates. Now, granted, there are a lot of copy pastas over in Diadem. Right. All these excitable boys, as I like to call it, you grind it. It's a completely different mob, but it's, a, it's, a, it's the same kind of fate. Why not have like a similar structure where, I don't know, you buy whatever currency they have in there, get a book from the vendor that's in there and you grind the fates that are on that book and you get a set prize at the end of it. It doesn't have to be a freaking super great prize, but a prize nonetheless. And then maybe it can build towards even a greater prize. Who knows? But some sort of dynamic idea where they can put it in there would have been more welcomed than this AFK bullshit that they got going on right now. Well, that's where it may work better uh, when it is Eureka because they've talked about tying the anima for that phase into Eureka. So if that's you, a good point, if you're, if you're using this system, but your reward is getting your items towards anima, that actually might work better than what we have now. That's a good point. Yeah, if 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 Diadem had been a usable, viable uh, game format from the get-go, they could have tied it into other systems and made it a little bit more relevant by. You know, by tangential means. Right. Um, it kind of worries me, though, that they're saying they're going to connect, connect Anima to Eureka. To Eureka, if this is if this is indeed going to be the structure of Eureka, yeah. that makes me worry. I don't want more fate grinding. Good lord, I don't want us to now. T- I don't want. I want to talk about the new expansion that I'm going to have to lay down money for, <laughs> with the idea of oh boy, more fate grinding. No, I want new things, different things, exciting things, fun things. Yeah, it really does feel like just do fates in the sky. Kind of. And I think the thing about it that, that upsets me the most, and Grant, I didn't get to do a lot of the whole the boss fates, the more challenging ones, right. right? But you end up doing the exact same fates over and over again, and it doesn't even feel like the ones up top are challenging. They feel like doing fates out in the world, where like even when you're there with your party, you get there too late, and you keep getting like bronzes or a silver <laughs> if you're lucky. Like, why are you so bad at fates? When I was doing it, we would go back and forth between the gorilla one and the one with like the 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 wasp things that don't actually look like wasps. Just back and forth between those two. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fates in uh, in Diadem only stay up for like four or five. Yeah, minutes. I mean, they're really short. Sure, right. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the call, Huvak. We appreciate it. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. We want to hear from you. What do you think about the i two eighty weapons also what do you think about the new diadem as well was there something in the q a that raised your ire 
sure that there was there was a oh man there's one there's one thing in there that yoshi p said that's been getting a lot of traction on I like know exactly face, which facebook one. pages and stuff today male bunny outfits. have you have you can noticed? we just pretend that we just skip that no no have you noticed that like when everyone else is mad we don't have to get as mad like people are in the chat are like i expected more salt than this and it's like we you guys are providing it we don't have to get mad yeah exactly you guys are on, like you guys are on the right page not, that's the thing is I, I feel like I've got to be a lot more animated and angry to convince people when there's not a lot of people who are angry about something right. well, like I, I'll get more incensed if I think that it's that it's an issue that's being ignored or that is being misunderstood by people. I think what's funny about this episode, you know, because yeah, everyone's like, oh, they're going to be so salty and pissed. <laughs> but it's like. We're not surprised. No, no. I think that's. I think that's it. I There's think a level it. of apathy in this. Yeah. Where I'm just like, of no, course. I don't know. I don't know about a level of apathy, but I no? think. I, no, but I think like, yeah, not being surprised about it at this stage in the game is, uh, yeah, is is a big part of it. And you know, like when people when people hear me rant on this show. I mean, uh, they think that I want to be right a lot of the time. I don't. I don't want to be right. I want to. I want Square Enix to prove me wrong more times than I want to actually be right because I'm cynical. I'm a cynical dick, and that means that if I'm right, that Square Enix is also cynical, and I. That's not what I want from the company developing the game, the MMO that I love, and so. You know, in 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 that regard, when people you know come out and say, "Oh, you were wrong," and you're, "Oh, look how look how wrong you were," I've never been so happy to be wrong. Yeah, and that's I think that's something that people genuinely don't understand is that you know not not every time I'm saying everything that I 100 percent believe with my heart. A lot of times it's you know like either I'm being sarcastic or f- trying to be funny or something, or we're trying people to actually have the, the discussion way. we need to have. Yeah, yeah, that too. We don't want that to do too. a one-hour show. Uh, or or like a show where we all sit around and agree with each other. Yeah. You can't love an MMO you don't play. Why do you lie to me, Nate? I don't think that Daddy? that's I don't think that that's true. I don't think that that's true. No, I, I don't think it is either. I, was, I, I love Eleven thi- greatly and I don't play it anymore. Because the thing well the thing is, is I, you know, I, I the way that we construct the conversations on this show. We're not necessarily talking about one-to-one experiences. A lot of times we're talking about greater concepts. We're talking about things like loot construction, loot pool construction, and horizontal vertical progression. These things are bigger concepts than knowing the ins and outs of what the correct pulls are for Belsar's wall. You know what I mean? Like, it's playing every day would not necessarily increase my knowledge of these big macro concepts that sometimes we end up talking about on the show so no i don't i I don't think that um my pulling back from playing ff14 has been able has has really affected or impacted my ability to host this show because i mean i am still very connected i'd love to be logging in more i simply don't have the time to be able to allocate to playing and we and we talk about this sometimes usually off camera but when there's those moments where you're feeling a bit of burnout because let's face it we do a three-hour show every week you've got to pull back dude you've got it for your own sanity but even that even when we do pull back 
I mean, we're still in the host chat. We're still helping develop the ep- our pl- program. The episode, it's like... Still reading, like, the Facebook pages and forums yeah, and things yeah, that There's no up. actual pulling back from it. Whether or not you're logging in, you're still immersed in it <laughs> exactly. constantly. Yeah, yeah. And, that's, and by the way, if we seem like we get bitter over some events that feel recycled, it's because we are immersed in it for... And we have been now for three years straight. Yeah. And, and we're there. Come on. Sorry, guys. I, I, and, and, that's, and that's the thing is, like, dude, I, I mean, can you... Can you honestly say that in three years of playing a game that you've never lost enthusiasm for it for a bit? Yeah. Or I mean, that you've wanted to play something else for a while? You know what I mean? I know or like a lot of haven't been able to del- took three months off. Totally. I know they did. It's and it's total. It's totally normal. But uh, uh, because of the expectation surrounding doing a show or doing a podcast or being an outspoken critic for uh, of the game, yeah. You end up catching this heat for oh well you're not as devoted bullshit. Ugh. I've done I've done a, a show about Final Fantasy MMOs for ten fucking years. You can't sit there and tell me that I'm not devoted. I did it. I you know like I maintained uh, uh, my connection to a, a show all the way throughout 1.0. I'm sorry that doesn't hold Ugh. any doesn't hold any weight with me. It holds zero weight with me because you know what the thing is is I'm going to be right back in as of Stormblood. And, like, everyone has got to be able to to diversify, at least for a little bit. And the thing is, is, like, what do you what the fuck do you think that I'm doing if I'm not playing 14 or if I'm like I'm working on masturbating podcasts and radio shows and masturbating and masturbating. Those are the only things that I do. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that worked out great. Walked right into that one. <laughs> but those are, no, seriously, but those are the only things that I do. I, all I do is work or I do stuff for Limit Break Radio or Checkpoint or Final Encounter. That's it. It's my entire life. So, you know, sorry, sorry if I don't want to, sorry if I don't want to lose sleep, if I don't want to get four hours of sleep at night so that I can make sure that all my fucking tomes are capped for the week. Get, get the fuck out of here, man. I got masturbating to do. That's right. It's important. It keeps you going sometimes. I mean, I, and I do play regularly, and I think I've capped my tomes since the most recent tomes came out one time. Oh, thank one God. Time. I thought you were going to say you did it every week, and I was nope, going to lose one, my mind. Nope, one time. Okay, you should have seen the laundry list of people, uh, laundry list of shit that, that people were rolling out on YouTube. Well, none of these guys have a billion gill combined between them. None of these guys, <laughs> none of these no, guys have finished any of their uh, BIS jobs. None of these nope, guys, you know, like, sure it's, like all of the fucking shit that they laid out. It was like, dude, you have huge expectations for your entertainment then. And again, yeah. and 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 the last part of that is like straight up. This isn't an entertainment show. It's always been an entertainment show. If I'm commenting as an average player of FF14, then then if I'm going to be demotivated, I'm going to be demotivated. And I'm going to fucking tell you. You know, that's actually something too. Amongst all of our shows that we've always tried to push, is we have never claimed to be the foremost on anything. We're your average dudes and that's girls. Right. That's it. Your average gamers for Final Encounter cast, you know, we're, we're, for Checkpoint. We're not journalists. We grew up gaming with everybody. And for this, we're just people who play. Yeah. And and it's like it's like suddenly, you know, you have a you have a microphone, you have a show, you've been doing it for a while. And it's like there's all this expectation. Well, you need to have done this in order to be able to comment on on that. And it's I don't like, actually know. No. No. All we have to do is play Dino Tracks for three hours straight. OK. <laughs> And that's what, by the way, that's what you'll get YouTube. You'll get three hours of dino track, dino track. Those of you out there in the chat, 
you don't know how close you came to today's show being three hours of Dino Tracks because that conversation happened in the room while we were doing the opening. That's right. Sure so count your blessings. And your the, dinos. Oh my God. By the way, for YouTube this week, can we actually just upload three hours of Dino Tracks? Like, put the, I think put the Dino- podcast up normally, but for the YouTube specifically, it's just Dino Tracks. I think Dino Tracks might get upset about that, but yeah. we can ask them. It's the most coverage they've ever gotten. Come on. <laughs> oh, that poor band from Philly. All right. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to David Crimson of Belmont. What's up? Hey, what's go- how's it going? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. What's going on? Nothing much. I just want to say Yoshi P is a huge ass troll. Sure is. Can be. Like, holy. Okay. To the Q&A panel. Let's talk about that for one second. One second. They said the drops were so rare. I got two. Are either of them usable? Um, okay, so I'm not a hardcore raider. I, I have a, I substitute. And you have a higher eye level than I do. I, I hate can. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I have a pretty shitty item level. What, I, what two pretty, weapons did you get? I got the um, Dragoon Spear and I got the Dark Knight Sword. <laughs> but how Damn! Are okay. but no, what are the secondary stats? Yeah, what are the secondary stats on them? All right, okay, I got to pull it up. Hang on. That's so, so great. For my Dragoon Sphere, I got um, 158 crit and 49 debt. That's, that's good. Those that's pretty good. Those are not bad num- at all. That's my number one and number two stack. Okay, that's not yeah, bad at all. What is the base, weights, what's the base damage? It's going to be plus two base over. Base damage is uh, physical damage? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 87 physical damage what's no wait Ascalia wait you have to tell us what your current weapon hey, has I would still say you have my hand you said it was because I'm even just looking at my 255 monk fist 124 debt 91 crit I feel like that that's still like you said it was some how much crit was the on that? base damage increase Nika that's the, the, the base thing, yeah. Da- yeah, it's even if even if it, yeah even if it had no secondary stats it would probably outpace oh I'd love to see that part some cer- <laughs> some certain 275 this is where I really would like to know the math like is two base damage really better than like 60 more crit like I don't know if oh that's holy shit I two, think, two base damage mm-hmm. uh for I think dragoon like that outclasses 14 strength for or one yeah. one one base damage outclasses 14 strength if i'm okay, but we're looking mistaken. at secondary stats in the weight of day it's, okay it's, it's damage your first about main primary stats. stats i'm talking about strength nika so if it's, well, if know, it, if it's outclassing primary stats. stats why do you think the secondary stats are going to be better so, someone who's who's also happens to be in studio, please go ahead and check my character and see what I love or what my weapon is. And you'll see why I'm pissed. All right. So, what are the secondary stats on the uh, the Dark Knight sword? Oh boy. Okay, it has like one more than the dragoon. But here, let's pull that up real fast. It has 106 parry, um, mm, 58 really? accuracy, <laughs> and 104. Yeah, 104 critical hit. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. okay. It's not terrible. No, it's it's not terrible. Skill speed. Parry, okay. Parry's Scotty, not great. I'm looking at your weapon. Dude, your weapon has 86 damage on it. 86 damage versus 87 damage? When you have that much more crit and debt? I see, don't know. This is where I want to see the math. I want to see what that actually parses out like. Because you have um, 93 debt, 139 crit, and right. 86 physical damage. I don't know if one extra point is going to outweigh it. 
Hmm. I, I I don't know. But the thing is, is I mean, with all like again, with all of those with with the secondary stats that are on it, you know, you're not talking about a blank secondary stat weapon. You're not talking about a, a, a you know, just a just the damage increase. You do have modifiers that are still on there. So, man, I I, I and I'm looking and up I, a chart for this. I, I think I think David brings up a really good point. Like, you know, like he's already gotten two of them. So this whole narrative that Yoshi P spun during the Q&A that, look, it's so hard to get it. And for the job that you want it and all of this other shit that. There's so many. There's so many variables he involved. Could also, be a fringe case because Ragan's entire BCFC. That's true. Not or BGFC didn't get anything. That's true. I mean, I don't know. It's it, it's it's tough to David know because it's be lying to us for all we know. David, yeah. are you lying? No, I have proof. <laughs> I have proof, motherfucker. I think you called just to piss me off. <laughs> which, no, which, no, which, I have no, proof, David. I can link it. David, <laughs> I'm so concerned. David, no, it's fine, dude. We're just did, we're just messing with if you. If you did, that's fine. Kudos to you. If you called in just to piss off Escalia, no, like I'm not like bravo. Off. I'm just saying, Yoshi P's a huge ass troll. You should have seen the visceral reaction you got out of me. He I smashed my hand out. I did. It was I pretty close. Out. It was ugh. it was pretty close. No, but I, I look. I, I no, David. Don't worry. No one. No one's accusing you of anything. I but, am. But, <laughs> but but here's the but here's the thing though is that like I I I mean this is very anecdotal. But take it as you know take take it for what it is. This is someone who has already seen two weapons in not even a week of the system, and I don't know. I don't, I don't, I truthfully don't think that you had seen that many weapons output out of anything like Alexander Savage in that short a time. I mean, it just, it, it does seem pretty unbalanced and, and, and in the favor of casuals, you know, with the capital C. I know how to direct a game. I feel better now because apparently the Dragoon polearm, uh, the weight on the weapon damage is lower than the other two melee DPS. Really? That's good. Yeah, uh, apparently Monk has the highest weapon damage weight. Ooh. Hmm. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, thank you, David, for uh, for the call. Uh, I know this is your first time calling the show. Do you have any shout-outs before we let you go? Yo, Huck from Bomong. Cool. Bro. All right. Yo, Huck right. Bomong. Later. All right, cool. Thanks, David, for the call. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Do the weapons that drop from Diadem, are these like unique uh, models, or are they just old reused ones? They're reused ones, okay. I think. Dude, that's even worse. Oh, I, I can't say for sure, I think. I thought I was going to have to like farm these weapons just for glamour. Somebody I confirm. Mean, they might be different color schemes, though. The, uh, the name of the Dragoon one's pretty cool, though. The White Knight. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh, Escalia. See, I'm telling you. I had no idea. You should have told us. I'm telling you. Last week, I came on the show and said that rating was all that was keeping me interested. And Yoshi overheard and said, you know what? Fuck that. And is just doing whatever he can now. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Never mind. Never I, mind. I think that's that's not That's some other thing that Sevo Kevo is equipped right now. <laughs> I'm looking, oh, at, I'm, looking, I'm looking at this screenshot. I thought that he somehow had put Escalia's uh, weapon up against the uh, the one from um, Diadem. Oh, but it's not. It was just a picture I, so we could see. What okay, his that was stats that's were. super confusing. That a dragoon polearm would be called the White Knight. Yeah, yeah. I was make I no was, fucking I was sense. Very confused. No, it still is. He's using a lancer's arm called the White Knight, oh, which is but, not the uh, new one. Can okay. I? Can I? Can I tell you guys? I was sitting in traffic the other day, and I was sitting behind a white Corvette. 
and the license plate no. said WHTKHT. And I, I tried, I legitimately tried with my phone to get a picture of it so that I could post it on Facebook. Oh, my God. Saying that, oh, uh, uh, the, Nika's fans heard uh, that she was in trouble again. <laughs> they're, on, they're on their way they're to go defend her. <laughs> Did you ever see the picture of the car? I, didn't, I couldn't get it, though. I couldn't get it. I was, it was blurry with every picture. It's a, it's a Lotus, and it's just like this charcoal black uh, I have Lotus. Seen it says, add three mana for the license plate. I have seen that. That's <laughs> so good. So clever. That's funny. Uh, anyway, if you want to call the show, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Let's talk about the PAX East Q&A. Okay. Someone else besides me. All right. Yep. So uh, first of all, he started off the Q&A with his uh, whole, you know, y'all need to calm down. The odds against are super slim. But after we got into the actual Q&A, it started with the upcoming changes to cross-class skills and the removal and retooling of actions. What will happen to healer DPS? Will we still have the same capacity to deal damage, or are those days coming to an end? And before I answer this question, I want to point out that Anira was getting up to go do something else. And said, no, <laughs> I was, I, I was I getting to be up, here for this. I was one. getting up to go pee, and I and I I really have to pee. But but I, I don't want to miss out. I don't want to miss out on this. Yoshi replies. I hate cleric stance. If we take it away, though, I think people will get mad, so it'll stay. You think? But I want to reiterate, too, you guys are supposed to be healers. You still, uh, So you still need to focus on healing, and then if you want to help your party with DPS, you can. Don't get so wrapped up in DPS that everyone in your party is dead. Please be careful. Now let... Hang on. No! Uh, D- tra- DPS is dead! Nope. Tra- tra- listen. DPS is dead! Trash, he- oh. trash healers, I can already hear you typing up your storm. Oh my god, everyone on the Facebook groups. It's oh awful. my god. It's, it's so awful. Let me, let me just, it's I just. flooded with the you don't pay my sub. See, Yoshi said so, so shut the fuck up. I don't know. Let me, let me, yes. I, I just, <gasps> let me, let me just, I want to address all of the, uh, the white, the white mages and the astrologians and the scholars out there that don't, that think that DPS is not a part of their job. Yoshi P's fucking wrong, and you're terrible at playing this game. Also, he didn't say don't DPS. He said your first priority is healing. It did not Which say is. your only priority is healing. That's all. Right. But he wants to take away cleric Hold stance, on. so it shouldn't even mm. really exist. He also so I said no. To DPS. Since we're breaking down what Yoshi P, the creator of the game, said, if you want to help right that means if we don't want to help dps we don't have to well, and if you don't right. want if they to, don't want that to be the case then they need to lower dps checks and raids and if you don't look have to. maybe dps if, need to get good nika if you don't want to contribute to the dps of the party then i don't want you in my party oh that's fair that's fair yeah that's fair so no, you need to get the fuck out so no, i think i'm th- doing my job so maybe i think you it's fair no, both I think if you don't want a dps then fine but if i don't want you in my party because you're not dpsing that should also be fine I, look joe yoshi p needs to set his feelings aside because i personally think that this needs to be its own category when you kick somebody from a party <laughs> what? Healer okay dps all right they said difference in play styles. They said that was a, a real thing to kick people for. No, see, now, now, I, I legitimately believe that you should be able to vote as a party that healers not doing enough DPS kicked them and then when it happens it also issues a three-day ban that's what i think that's what i think should happen because all of you entitled whiny little cunts on the facebook fucking on all, all of the forums 
that are coming out and saying, and you don't pay my sub, and mm-hmm. all of this other stupid, look, Yoshi P agrees with me. You're fucking terrible. And you make every party insufferable like yeah. it's why people will leave your parties like if you have it if you have tanks that chronically bail from your parties like that is why it's because you are objectively like, bad at this game and you need to find a different game to play i get so pissed when people say you're not paying my 12.99 but you're not paying the 38.97 of the people's time that you're fucking wasting Okay, and I think I that's the stupidest excuse when people say bullshit like that because that means that you're only thinking about yourself and you're not being considerate of the people around you who are also paying for this game and are having a worse experience because you are purposefully sucking at your job. My first A11S clear, and Nika, you weren't there for you wouldn't know about this, but... <laughs> Actually, by the way, I was. I was standing oh, over Sir's shoulder. Even so better. Even better. You got to watch it. Great. Anyway... <laughs> Our first A11. I totally burned you. (laughs) Our first A11S clear. Seriously, we first we hit in rage on our first attempt, and on the second one, we finally beat it. We he was casting the move that ends the raid. Like he does a GA100 that wipes the group at that point. That cast bar was at 75% when we finally got the clear. If our healers hadn't been DPSing, that's the difference between a wipe and a win right there. Yep. Dude, that's even still now in our current clears. (laughs) Our scholar has to like main DPS most of the time. Why is your raid group so bad, Nico? That's that's the way that they make DPS checks in this game. So if Yoshi P says healers shouldn't have to DPS if they don't want to, then they need to retool the way this entire game is balanced. If I'm doing a hard dungeon with you, and I can tell that you're not doing DPS as a healer, I'm legitimately going to try to vote kick you. Not to mention, if you don't have to do DPS as a healer, then as a DPS, I don't have to stand out of the fire. (laughs) Look, okay, as a white mage, my icon is green. There's no red in there, okay? So all I have to do is occasionally press that cure button and make sure no one dies, and I am doing my job, which Yoshi P has told me but I then need to do. Let's take away Warrior's Felcleave while we're at it, because there's no red in that blue icon. Can we? That way I don't have to hear about Warriors like, oh, mm, triple Felcleave, mm, triple Yeah, if I have to hear another Warrior like spouting off his highest DPS, God. I've noticed this, I've noticed this. Tell me if this is true or not, okay? It's true. When it comes to tanks... Tanks are the only class. DPS don't do it. Healers don't do it. But tank mains are the only class that when you're playing with them, for some reason, think that every single time they have to walk you through what they're doing, right? Like they have to explain to you how it's being tanked or how you pull off a triple fell cleave. Every single one. Diamelo specifically is the one that like I first noticed it. I'm like, every single time he has to, they, they like start talking. And if like there's a tank who's like healing or DPSing, it's always a tank. They just have to tell you every single thing about their. I have no rotation. idea what you're talking about. You've never I've noticed never that before. This. No, I've, I've noticed it with warriors. Yeah, warriors. It's I think warriors are, like, are the worst. They tank privilege. They want you to know how privileged they because, are. Because because like, Nika Strife does that in our group. Like what does he do? Where he like know. outlines like the different moves that he's going to use to uh, stay alive, like through different like burn but, points. Like, that I know makes he's doing sense. It to communicate with to the let, but we're in a raid static, and he needs to let our healers know what he's going to pop, so they know how much healing they have to do like that makes sense yeah. i've never noticed it in like a, a party or a dungeon yeah that's Pe- true people aren't gonna type it out like they don't type stuff I- out but if you if you stream like a reset tuesday do like some dungeon with some lbr people and go either healer or dps so you have to get a tank and you'll see what i mean like they cannot 
help themselves. They just want you to know how cool they are like I've for being up, able to hit buttons. I've okay? straight up called people out on it, and then not five minutes later, they're doing it again. You don't they understand how cool themselves. a hmm. tank is when they're pressing their buttons. Can I? Okay, so um, can I just say, like, there have been a couple of incidences of weird perma bans in FF14 lately, right? Like weird, like people can't they get a band and they can't get a hold of anyone oh, at God, customer yeah. service. There was even a question on the Q and A panel about yeah, this. I can scroll down to that. Um, can I just say that I I, I hope I hope. That every single one of those people was a healer that thought that they didn't need to do DPS. And I hope that that they never get their accounts back. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be that lucky. <laughs> Pretty sure a few of them were people who didn't deserve it. Come on, it. Nero, our healer shortage in Stormblood is already going to be so bad. Nah. If you're, not, if you're not doing DPS, I don't want you. Get the fuck out. I mean, especially because, like, let's be real. If we're doing, like, a 24-man raid and there's, like, the ones that are easy-ass-way content and you're not doing DPS, what are you doing? Like, I'm watching you, you're Netflix, just, like, running in circles. You're just, like, staring at the mob waiting for someone to get... Like, if you're not casting something... I'm catching then, up on S.H.I.E.L.D. again, like, Nika. Do you know how awesome Ward is a character? The, the, oh, my the, God. The way to play mages is the ABCs. Always be casting. That's literally what you should be doing. If you are not casting, you are playing it wrong. Okay, Whether Nika, Nika, that's for casters. I'm a no, same healer. Same thing for a healer. You should I never stop cast casting. Spells. It's a magic job. Spells. It is a, a disciple of magic. It counts. You should always be casting. Never, ever stop or you are wrong. Yeah, spam and stone skin, if nothing else. Yeah, do something. Like, seriously, sitting there spamming stone skin down the row is better than sitting there doing nothing. But if you're still in there doing nothing, DPSing is what you should be doing. Like, it's so... I don't. Uh, this cleric oh, stance is listen. the worst spell in the game because it reduces my heals per second, okay? And all I want to do is make sure my heals per second is at maximum because that is what my job is as a healer. Jux, I saw a forum thread you should be on. You'd I'm fit on, in I'm on well. every single one of them. I have no doubt. Heals are for closers. Are you a closer? I don't know. I don't know what that means. It's a. Never mind. It's a joke from an awful movie. Can you explain it? It's actually a play. Mm. Glenn, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross? Mm. No, I don't think I, I want to explain it because then everyone will be sad. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's move on in this Q and A section here. All right, with the I two eighty gear added to Diadem, why was the weekly restriction not removed from Dunskyth or Alexander Savage? Fair question. That is a uh, very fair question. He says it will actually be lifted uh, through afterwards. Said, Go fuck yourself. We will be lifting it, and as mentioned earlier, it's like the American dream. This I two eighty weapon. Will, uh, after what? Will, after the next patch, they're adding another patch. Patch two point five six C is when they will be releasing the uh, or removing the the limit. So. Please look forward to it. Oh, good. <laughs> Can we get a cruise chaser mount? I yes. will look into it. Yes, but not until patch uh, 7.55D. D. Yes. <laughs> D for dick. For eat his Seven dick. Po- wait, 0.55D.5.5. Nika, That's over. not how math works, Nika. It is if in If you were a healer, you apparently. would understand how important math is. Can't have deci- two decimals. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. I have to ask. Actually, oh, you God. can if you are European because they don't use commas in Europe. They use periods. And at the end, like if you have like money, you'd have a comma instead of a period to, to, to signify the sense. Actually, I think that's actually right. First yes, of all. it is right, you fucking pleb. 
Jesus Christ, get some fucking culture in your life. Goodness gracious. Stop playing Final Fantasy XIV and go read a fucking book. What was, the, what was the last book you read, Juxta? <laughs> Bartleby the Scrivener. <laughs> the Boy and the Dragon Gay. <laughs> a literary analysis. <laughs> God, uh, I have to. <laughs> I have to ask since Sam and Red Mage were revealed to be DPS. Did Doma and Alamigo fall because no one wanted to heal or tank there? <laughs> yeah, they. That may, is hilarious. Yeah, they may have just had the ability to only attack. Everyone from Eorzea should help them as tanks and healers. Yes. Yeah, see, they already have plenty of DPS, so healers just need to heal. So if that was the reason they fell, why is Squirrel so confident that everyone's going to suddenly go tank and healer? I, dude, I just think that question's really funny. <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. How does Yoshi answer that exactly? Didn't we have a question get asked by Shintasin? Like, wasn't one that of these, was, was that his? Like, I, I know I he so. got a question in Did this he? time. Yeah, people, people in the chat are saying thank you, Shinta. So that that, that was that, him. Okay, was yeah, I knew there was question. one that he had asked. So. LBR alum, woo, Woo-hoo. Okay, no, fuck you, Shintasin. Why do you not call LBR when you ask that question? Be like, everyone from LBR wants to know because it would never have gotten picked. Uh, He's then, already picked it. He was already picked and standing up. It's yeah. not like when he goes, oh, oh, everyone from LBR wants to know, then they like take the mic away and like sit down. <laughs> Which would be even better. It would be. If, if that happened, it would be maybe the best day on our show's history. I would have to think, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I was wondering, with all the work we do for the Scions of the Seventh Dawn, when will we be getting our goggles? And he said, do you really want the goggles? <sighs> uh, you would have to be one of the wise Charleans if you eventually get to go to Charlean, then maybe someday. 6.0, 7.0? Well, I guess so we're not going to Charlay in this yeah, time around. We're not going to Charlay now. That, that bit it'll, that we had an idea for that. It'll I mean. just be a dungeon, that's all. We'll, do, we'll, we'll just go to, like, the site of it. See it in the distance. Good. That's what we all want to do, is go to see it in the distance. Nerdland. Just get a little lick of it. Is there, like, could there be a thing, like, that we go there as a lick, dungeon, lick, then, lick, then, later, then later on they expand on it? I don't feel like it's something they would do. They, well, maybe... Maybe not in like you go there as a dungeon, then later you go back to the same place and they expand on it. But it could very easily be like, oh, you know, the Charlayans have relocated to this place now, so let's go actually meet them. This is this is where actual Charlayan is. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, you've stated that all healer compositions are viable, but they're not balanced. You've mentioned a balance with Monk and Paladin, but Astrologian and Scholar are preferred because of their buffs and utility. What do you see as the White Mage identity that they bring to the party, and what balance changes are planned for White Mage in 4.0? And they kind of had a back and forth here. Uh, Yoshida said, but Astrologian has only become available recently, right? And the player replied, but it has the same healing potency as White Mage. And he basically just said, currently, yeah, we'll do our best to make that balance. Please trust me. Go fuck yourself, Yoshi. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know how I feel about that response. <laughs> Please trust me. Uh, no. Just need to knock down scholars a peg. Considering that at a recent interview, Yoshi P says he doesn't trust anyone, why would we trust you, Yoshi? Yeah, Yoshi. That goes both ways. Trust is a two-way street to my penis. Well, and he hasn't been doing the best job like there's a lot of criticism of you know is yoshi p a one-trick pony i've seen that a couple of times that sentiment expressed a couple of times we've been hearing that since the beginning of heaven's word really yeah and that the fact that heaven's word relied on 
uh, around Reborn's structure so heavily and that there was almost no change up to the structure of content delivery that Yoshi P may only have that one structure in him and might be devoid of coming up with something more clever. I, I liked the player just kind of taking him to task on this like Ashley like Yoshi thought he had a really good response to saying that Astrologian only recently became viable and he's players just like yeah but it's a problem because white mage doesn't have anything about it anymore right and then he's like oh yeah, yeah I guess you're right we'll work with that uh, with the eternal bonding system there hasn't been anything expanded with it will there be any updates for it like anniversaries gifts or valentines for the couples uh, he says we're actually working on things oh, for that maybe, yeah. maybe 4.1 or 4.2 when we're able to reveal information we'll share it with the players that's you so not? stupid no that's kind of cool no, no it's not it's shut not. the fuck up if it's Nika. your anniversary Jesus buy Christ. something off the fucking market board the only thing that needs to be expanded on for that is they should introduce a fucking divorce system <laughs> <laughs> they I actually like should do that I like no, it I think there should be some kind of extra shared inventory spot so you guys can like trade things back and forth that are rare this, I think this is actually finding. almost depressing I think there needs Needs to be a custody mini game. A custody <laughs> mini game. If you yes. go through the, the children, divorce, or <laughs> yes, it, and it, it children uh, uh, items that you guys shared. Yeah, and it should take like two or three years to you do the to go, whole event. You have to go through like an arbit uh, an arbiter third party yep. who is who is purposely skewed against the woman in the relationship. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, they decide like how to divide up all your belongings. There I think you if go. you choose to be divorced, it takes all of your currency and all of your items. It liquidates them down to raw gill that you would get for selling it to like an like uh, uh, an NPC. Oh right? my god. And then it just divides up whatever the gill is at the end between the two of you. Yeah. There, fair. They'll yeah. prove that women are equal to men. <laughs> I'm serious. I love the Yu-Gi-Oh! bridge drops. Let's like, go back. To, let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Captain Marvelous of Leviathan. What's up, Captain? Uh, not much. How are you guys? Good. Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Hey, um, I just wanted to kind of offer a different perspective on the I-280 weapons because everybody's either like defending or just getting all uh, pissy over them. Oh, so yeah. you want to be um, in the gray area, like sitting on the fence? <laughs> not really You're like, oh maybe they're cool but oh, i don't think so <laughs> there's um I, I think people are kind of um missing the point rather um because a lot of people are saying that it's invalidating all the work they've done for raiding and the animal bit but in my opinion the work is still there the, you still did all the work and the people know you did all the work i mean it's like in Bloodborne. When I play Bloodborne, there's weapons that are definitely better than the weapon I'm using. But when I finish Bloodborne, there's a sense of achievement and um, reward that I get for finishing Bloodborne. And I think it's the same. And I'm not a hardcore raider. I'm kind of mid-core. I play extreme, um, war and triad. And I raid when I can. I don't have a static. But if I finish a piece of content, I... I feel rewarded because I finished that piece of content. The, the gear is just a bonus. Right, you know? but that that's a mentality shift of like a single-player game versus an MMO, where at the end of the day, like if you can get your satisfaction just from clearing a difficult event you will have you will be able to play an mmo forever regardless of how basically you'll be able to play till the server shut down right most people can't do that right most people you right. have to have some form of trophy that you get to show off and like even like i'm i'm frustrated about it as someone who's trying to get my alexandria weapon that's very frustrating to me if i had actually put in the work for my anima weapon and not taking just the bullshit piss easy way that i do on it i'd be furious 
Yeah, yeah. and that's understandable. I think that that's right. totally understandable because 280, to me, shits all over the achievement and the time that you've put in. Except the animal weapon has a really fucking sweet glow on it, which the 280 doesn't have. Does it? Yeah. Is it a really Except sweet? unless you're a ninja, in which case, go fuck yourself because your shit sucks because you're a ninja and you fucking suck. I think a lot of it, I think a lot of it sucks. Fuck! Okay. Or if you're a warrior like I am. <laughs> Again, if if the actual like equipment that you put on was 270 and the weapon was 275, I really don't think people would be mad. Yeah, I think you'd have a lot. Do it then. People would be complaining that there'd be no point to trying to get the weapon because it's just equal to the other shit. That's not. Tr- I mean, I don't. Maybe. <sighs> I mean, you might have a point there, Juxta, because uh, I mean, I granted I'm a unique case. I, I've I've had to pull back from the last two patches, and I, I think that I would have been like I would have been perfectly primed, like a two seventy five weapon that that would have been that easy to get for me would have been perfect. You know what I mean? Right. Um. But then I guess you would be looking sort of at like a time versus reward ratio, where it's like, oh well, it's just another two seventy five piece. Well, fuck it. But then again. Then again, those secondary stats on those, those primary and secondary mm. stats on them could end up making it BIS yeah. if it's just 275 it, instead it of making highly, it mostly BIS. But yeah, but that's the thing. Like even like the chance that if a 275 piece would be better with the uh, random stats is so, so tiny because we're, even now we're talking about if the 280 piece has super shit stats and you're it might not beat your animal weapon. Right. So the chance of having a 275 piece without the extra weapon damage be better than the anima is so minuscule that it's not even worth it for raiders and shit. So, but that's a small two- part portion of the community. Like how many people are actually raiders? Well, I it, not only that, but how many people are going to be actively engaged in diadem week over week? Okay. Well, it's gonna be more than if it was a 275. You're probably not wrong. You're not Listen, wrong. I know that it'll bring people in. I just think it's super frustrating for people who haven't. Yeah. And see, you know what? I, I, think I, 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 I can't I, stop I, doing I, that because I can't speak for everybody. But for me, I like my morale to do rating this week was the lowest it's ever been. And and that's the other thing too is that you've got to you've got to consider the secondary investment in there because when w- there were there was a certain segment of players that saw 280 after just having completed 275 and went. Man, fuck this. And just checked out. Like they just they were just like, man, fuck this, I'm done. Okay, but those same people would be like, oh, it's two seventy five. It's not for me. Fuck this, I'm out. Mm. You're gonna get a lot more people doing diadem because of the chance of a two eighty than you would people doing it mm. because it's a two seventy five. You're not wrong, and I think that that was Square Enix's concern is that they weren't driving enough people to into diadem without a a super badass reward but i mean a weapon is really a bad way to do that i mean there's there's a there's a ton of different ways that they could have done that and with gear too that's what i mean like 270 gear that had a chance to be bis if you got the right stats would have been fine or even 275 gear to you know to bump it up a little bit because you don't have that one that one stat that makes it better. See, with with weapons, you've got that base you've damage. Got weapon damage. You've yeah. got that base damage that that pushes the the calculations. Like that, there there is a base calculation there that it pushes up that makes it way more attractive. Right? You don't have that on gear. You don't have a base damage on gear. So those second, those primary and secondary stats become way more easy to gauge. Right? You've got like defense, but defense doesn't fucking matter for anything. Right. 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 So 
I think that that probably may that may have been a smarter way to do it. Have gear that seems like glory gear instead of glory weapons, because 280 weapons could be looked at as glory weapons. Sure. But why would you want glory weapons to come out of your new system and not glory gear? I think it's they both should have come out of there. And they should have had unique looks too. If they were to if they were to put in just a unique statless glamour that you can get from those EMs, man, I'd have to be in there like day and night. Well, there is new glamour that came out of Diadem, but you can just use uh, whatever uh, spoils to get it. Yeah, well, that's lame. Yeah, but lame. like ba- base defense does not matter in the algorithm like base damage does on a weapon. Right. Straight up, it just never will. Uh, Captain, thanks for giving us a call today. We appreciate it. You wanted to uh, give any shout-outs before we let you go? Oh, no, just my fr- uh, free company, Riders of the Shot and Leviathan. That's what's up. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Appreciate hearing from you. If you want to call Limit Break Radio, Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715, LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. Thank you for not being from Balmung. Yes. It's the least that we can thank you for. Um, let's get a couple more of these Q&A questions out of the way, and then we'll go back to our phone lines. Do you want to do this next question where it's like the kind of the weird back and forth between Yoshi and Matt? Yes, and I will be Matt. Okay. Uh, the question was, uh, what plans are there, if any, to streamline crafting jobs like battle classes? For example, removing excess skills or sharing skills. And he replied, as we ramp up towards the new level cap, we'll be making adjustments to uh, skills for Disciples of the Hand and Land as well. Unfortunately, we don't plan to introduce a new Disciple of the Land class, though. I think, Matt, we were talking about this earlier. You saw an old icon you hadn't seen before from, like, 1.x? It was a sheep icon. So, a gatherer that can shear a sheep? But that's all they can do, right? I'm, I'm sure they can do other things. Like what, for example? You gotta, you know, ready the meat for sales. <laughs> Am I designing a new class right now? Okay, next. <laughs> what? Uh, I feel like... They didn't even answer the question. <laughs> Apparently, Sheep Shearer was going to be, or Shepherd was going to be one of the new... No, I... Legitimately, I, I, I remember the icon that they're talking about. It used to be in uh, Falcon's Nest in 1.0. There, uh, there was a building out there that had... I think it was antlers. Actually, is what it was. I think it was a it was icon an icon of antlers. Okay, plus not to mention this actually isn't that far off. Like think about all the other classes that craft. Right, everything comes from someplace. Miners have to get ore. Uh, uh, botanists have to get like you know the trees and the plants and stuff. So why couldn't there be like a butcher class that prepares the meat for cookers? Oh, there you, there you, I guess there you go. I, yeah, I guess that could be a thing. Let's do it. Uh, when can we expect a Kryle outfit to be released on the Mog Station? Actually, they are working on something. Lied. Simple enough. Well, they had said that that it was too hard for them to make, which is why they hadn't so done it yet or something. Stupid. All right. Uh, one that I was excited for. Are there any plans to make more seasonal events similar to All Saints Wake in 2016, like the Hawkman or minigames? Now, this was the one that you had really... That was the seasonal event that you really the liked. The Halloween event this fun. year. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we definitely do intend on doing something like a dungeon or utilizing existing content to uh, enjoy seasonal events again. Why not yes. do that the other way? Like, instead of giving us a seasonal event that's as fun as that, why not try and use that to make, you know, your content more fun? I mean, I think this is just in the context of them asking about, like, hey, seasonal events kind of suck. This one was pretty good. Will there be more of that? Mm, and I think like, I'm their, excited to hear yes. Some of their core content kind of sucks, too. Well, you're not <laughs> wrong. I don't disagree with that either. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what exact changes are you planning to Enochian? 
Anyone a black mage who can uh, decipher this for me? I used to be. All right. I'm going to read it. You get to read this I don't one. know if I can decipher it, but I'm going to read it. Uh, he says, I can't say that so easily. It's not finalized yet, but it will be persistent. But in order to work well with that, we will be doing some kind of damage bonus. In any case, for the existing jobs and actions, we'll take the time to explain how they're going to change and become more interesting before we release 4.0. Please stay tuned for more information. Uh, you won't see a case where a no chain suddenly stops being effective uh, and you can't cast and your DPS becomes lower. So everything that I do remember reading about this is they want a no chain to be a persistent buffs so that way you can always use uh, right. yeah know. they had talked about this before right, yeah. right. right all right. your spells but then they do also still want to put in some type of mechanic to where you know you still have to actually be good at your rotation to do again the, but damage. this is exactly this is almost exactly word for word what they had said about uh about you know some of the battle system changes that were in store and i thought that it was uh, you know like the the person who asked the question must have been really really frustrated because like they were like what specifically are you doing to Anokian to be able to you know what I mean? and I'm just like oh that did not answer that question at yeah, all that like was about as vague they're as you saying can get. a lot without actually telling us anything yeah yeah um so uh let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Satori Komeji of Sergeant Tanis what's going on Satori hey Aniro how you calling doing in about the whole, doing good calling in about the whole 280 weapon want to call the people bitching about 2 weapon okay call them bitches okay them bitches all right so i uh have cleared the creator raid and every week i get the joy of going in and cracking alexander like it's a pinata <laughs> well i'm jealous and every week and every week there's a 275 weapon and a bunch of 270 gear i even got my samurai body because monk is dead <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> that's true so so if I want to get a 280 weapon for Dragoon with whatever substats I have to, I have to queue into DM. And lately I've been doing with the Seventh Heaven Bakery because all they do is they go in and they AFK. <laughs> yeah. And and in the five times I've done it, two have been emergency missions. Okay, that that and seems pretty much like how my numbers were. And in the two emergency missions, I have gotten no weapon drops, but I have seen like three weapon drops. So wait, you've actually you've so you've cleared the emergency mission. Yeah, I've cleared. Yeah, because he's not a bad Scalia. Yeah, like you are. You can't even clear AS twelve. You fucking scrub. <laughs> You're done. You can't clear AS twelve. But I just, just want to layer the amount of random the random number generator bullshit that you have to deal with, right? Because if you clear a raid, you get a guaranteed <laughs> weapon. Might be any weapon, but you get a weapon every week. Right. And every two months, you get enough pages to buy one. Or if you do your anima, you know, you do your dungeon bullshits and whatever you get your anima with whatever subsets you want but with the new diadem you you go in there maybe you see maybe you don't even see the event and you go in there and you complete and maybe you don't even complete it maybe maybe your group of 72 or 60 something people came and do it right but you can and also then, do diadem 20 times a day if you want right but then saying you do you know clear you open up your you get your sack right because the sack drops and you open it up <laughs> and maybe you get weapon more than likely you don't wait can can weapons drop from the sacks no. yeah that's where they drop from no no they drop after the emergency mission right yeah but they're in the sack okay oh, in the okay. sack after, okay. okay well i thought you meant they were drop yeah, you after your it. just mission that you like yeah made. they have a chance to drop out <laughs> oh of the little mission sack i was about so to lose my mind you open up your sack and maybe you get a weapon more than likely you don't okay and of so that of those weapons, you have a 1 in 13 chance of that weapon to be the weapon for your job. 
Okay, so you're literally, you're saying exactly what Yoshi P had said at the beginning of this Q&A panel. So I'm assuming, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that when you go and beat the shit out of Alexander every week, you do it as a part of your static, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's not like you're Mr. Altruism going out there and helping plebs and, and, and introducing this content to new people. This is the same seven people that you've been with that know the content very, very well that you don't have a fucking problem steamrolling that shit with. Okay, that's cool for you. Great, no problem there. But the fact is, most people don't have those kinds of resources to be able to throw at Alexander, okay? And that's why Anima exists. Right. And neither, neither of them matter because I can just go AFK and Diadem. Why the fuck would I try at either one of those things? Well, I mean, because you understand they, that the process of sitting in Diadem is way fucking easier than grinding your face against Alex. So, like, that, I think that that presents a real motivation problem for participation in Alexander or animal weapons. And, I mean, I guess at this point in in the patch cycle and in the content cycle, maybe Square Enix thinks that that's fine. Maybe they look at Alexander as a lost cause anyway, because there was like less than 10% of the population that was doing it. Okay, so to me, that signals that Square Enix thinks that there was a bigger problem with Alexander than than they're letting on or that they've indicated to us. And that's why they... And that's why they recognize the, diff- the difference in difficulty with Greedus was not sustainable. So then why are they copy-pasting the format for Omega? Why the fuck continue that, that broken, not fun format that is engaging a such a minuscule part of your community that should have all of the incentive set up behind it? Why... Or when you feel that it's beneficial to direct your player base to whatever content that you have just put out, why undercut that content? Because what that says to me is that there is no reason to do rating ever because Square Enix, when they want to direct someone to a new piece of content, will come out with better stat gear to reward your participation in that. Well, then at effort. that point, you can... You can say that same complaint about the 24-man raids when they introduce those they give the upgrade materials through that yes yes we've been and that's exactly my point this has been a complaint of ours and this has been a problem of ours and granted this may be localized to us but the reaction to the 280 weapons tells me that it's not localized to us but but, that, but then my response that, that the is, reward is structure raiders. is fucked raiders can get the new tier of item levels uh, sooner. At the launch, at the start of patch 3.4, raiders can work their way to 270. While someone who doesn't have access to a rating static or th- has no desire to, because uh, let's face it, Alexander Nine Savage is easy. Oh, if yeah. you can, if you can clear Zervon, you can clear Nine Savage easy. To do what? Like for what? Like what? Why? The, like why get? Gear, for the yeah. Why? But why? Like to do what content? What 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 content do I need that stat gear for? 
But I mean, you could say the same thing to Diadem at that point. Like that's what? exactly my fucking point. Is that if the if if we're not building towards anything in these patches, and the only thing that we're building towards is the next expansion, this does feel like a fucking treadmill. Oh yeah. This does feel like there's not like if there's no single confrontation, there's nothing that this is building towards in its that, most that is, basic form. Yeah, it's a treadmill yeah, that 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 challenges the 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 whole of your community, not just ten percent. That's my problem. Is that the the whole of the community is not challenged by anything anything there's no stopgap there's nothing in i mean you think that they're gonna put in like some kind of fight in the final cutscenes of heaven's word that is gonna be like oh shit i i wish i had gotten 270 gear to do this no 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 all you're doing is whether or not you're set up how how well set up you are for Stormblood at this point and if that's something that you value that's fine but if there's no actual it's a applicable trial or or fight that I can take these two and make it feel like there is an actual difference. Then I question what the fucking point is. And at that point, you're not a playing the game for achievements. You're playing the game for the social aspect of it. That's a very depressing. That's a very depressing fact because you know what? That absolves Square Enix of their responsibility to continue to maintain their community. That, well, why do you think there's such a focus on the event items? You know, making sure that there's new glamour gear, making sure there's new glamour gear on Moxie, because uh, that's the whole that's the whole economy of Balmung. But but I'm but you you understand what I'm saying? You're absolving them of that responsibility as soon as you take that off of them. Because there's different types of gamers that they have to appeal to. They have to appeal to achievement hunters. They have to appeal to people who are more social. That appear to player killers. Yep, and all of those players, like, like, are you looking at server populations recently? None of them are logging in, except for Bell. Well, you, okay. you know what I mean? Like, like for all of these people who are like, well, you've got to, you know, you've got to cater to the middle eighty percent. That eighty middle percent isn't fucking logging in when your log, when your login oh, rates, when your login rates are 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 you know forty, fifty, sixty percent of what you're getting around your patch. Dude, that indicates that there is serious health issues with your community. But we're two six weeks into 3.5. 3.5 was an odd patch. It didn't come with a lot of content. We're six weeks into it. We are some couple months away from... Uh, and, why is, how, and why is that okay? Why is 3.5 dropping with minimal content an acceptable, an acceptable state of the game at this point? Because that's how three point one has been. That's how three point three has been. That's well, how okay, so you're actually you're making you're making my point. Yes, you're I'm actually, making your point. <laughs> that's our problem. That's our whole issue. This whole time is it's not like suddenly out of the blue, Square Enix has stopped caring, or or that it seems like their content isn't fulfilling. This isn't a new thing. Right. It's something that's been going on and on and on and on. And why are we letting that happen? Like, like, is there not is there any nothing that we could do to be like, hey, you guys need to up your game? Instead, we see interviews that come out of all these different you know conventions and and, and fan fests and stuff where they're like, you know what, we gave you too much during Heaven's Ward. We need to roll that. But like that out of everything he has ever said, that blew my mind so much that. Someone is actually saying, you've been paying us all this money, you've been buying all of our stuff, we're going to give you less content. Yeah. 
I mean, for for as much as people have been complaining at me that I'm not terribly engaged in the game, has that affected the output of this show in Iota? No. The only the only time the output of the show was affected was when there was no content being produced for the game. Uh, and we still so came up and with content. And we still make great shit! We still <laughs> make great shit! In fact, sometimes we're the only people making great shit in 14 during that time. So, you know what? I, dude, I have a really tough time accepting that. I have a really fucking tough time accepting that. And again, I think that my disengagement, I can't be held responsible for all of it. Clearly, some of it no. is, my, is my responsibility. And it is because I'm paying attention to other responsibilities that I can't all the time pay as much attention to the game as I want. But it is Square Enix's main responsibility because this is their product. I can't be responsible for their product. My product, my product is intrinsically linked to their product, which is kind of a dangerous proposition. And we knew that. We knew that from the 11 version of the show. But yet, I mean, you guys want to sit here and complain and bitch about, well, we, you get money for doing this show. How dare you be disengaged? How dare you say that you not like the content? What a slap in the face. No, the slap in the face, motherfucker, would have been if we took the show from three hours to an hour and a half. If we decided to do the show on a bi-weekly basis instead of a weekly basis. Hey, you're only getting two dungeons per patch? Now you only get two hours per week. Right. Now, that would have been the slap in the face. And I'm just going to remind everyone of the 11 LBR structure for just a hot second when you think that your funding or that your, your donations don't do any actual tangible good around here. Okay? If you remember, the old 11 show used to come out maybe once a month. Maybe once a month. And when it did come out, it would constantly feature different voices there would constantly be different people involved because it was so difficult to find people who were still involved in the game and still engaged in the game to a point that i felt was satisfactory to represent the product and at the same time present an entertaining product that's difficult that's a difficult line to 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 toe and the fact that we come out here week after week, especially in the big, big tracks of time that Square Enix gives us absolutely nothing, and we can give you three hours worth of content, don't sit there and tell me, don't, don't sit there and tell me that, you know, you don't have the right to say this. Like, no, 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 no. What you're supporting is the show, this entertainment product. It's always been an entertainment product. It will continue to stay that. And our commitment to the game will waver. It will falter. I don't expect... If if I was expecting myself to be continuing to log in at this period of my life, I would have to place that expectation on all four other hosts of this show. Can't do that. I won't do that. Because... Everyone should have, no one should feel like FF14 is their job, right? Like logging into FF14 is their job. It is a part of our job to be connected to the FF14 community and know what to talk about when we open up these mics. That is a part of our job, but not to be logging in and doing something that you don't enjoy. 
if it's repetitive, if it's the same thing over and over and over again, and you don't like it, don't do it. If you like that, go for it. Nika and Escalia clearly get something out of rating that I don't get. And that's fine to have a variance of opinions on a talk show. I don't get where people think that we have to be cheerleaders for this game. Or that they want me to come out and fucking actively lie to them. Lie to me. Tell me that it's good. Tell me that you like it. What is my opinion even... Why does it affect you? What does my enjoyment of some kind of content in this game affect your enjoyment of it? You might scare off new people, though. Good. Maybe they need to be warned. Maybe if they have a much more clear idea of what they're getting into, they'll be able to appreciate the experience that they're received with. You scare off new people. That's why Square Enix has to make changes like Lords of Verminion to bring them back. You <laughs> caused Lords of Verminion, Nero. That's an interesting headcanon. <laughs> I don't know that I buy it, but it's an interesting head. You created the thing that you hate. Satori, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. We always appreciate hearing from you and spirited debate, too. I always uh, I was like debating with uh, with Satori. Uh, Limit just back down immediately. It's nice. Limit break. (laughs) Limit break. Radio 810-515-8715. Limit break. Radio dot com slash discord. If you want to call in on discord, Uh, let's keep let's keep making our way through the Q&A here. Sir, so we got an actual Stormblood uh, content question. The crowd cheered for that one. Uh, Haven't been working on Stormblood for so long. Is there a particular piece of content in it that you think we as players might miss or overlook that you are proud of and want us to notice? Uh, He says, in terms of playable content, we did our best so that the players will be able to go through and not miss stuff. Uh, are there people in the audience that like to climb on things when you're in the field? Uh, in Kagane, you'll be able to climb to pretty high places. So if you want to explore in that way, I'd encourage you to do that. It's very tricky, though. So don't be uh, so you might see people falling off. Don't be scared. Hmm. That's don't be yeah. scared. Interesting. Don't be, don't be scared, guys. Don't be scared. You can't die from falling unless you're aggroed. <laughs> Uh, I've been been playing for about three years, done all the raids, but the hardest boss in this whole game is getting in touch with your customer support. Uh, Does anyone actually pick up the phone? I've spent a six-hour day trying to get my account back, and I haven't been able to do that. Now, to Square Enix's credit, they did tell this guy, like, hey, come talk to the community manager after... Yeah, and that's pretty much the the back part of the conversation was he asked what it was about, and I said, the community team's here, talk to one of them. Yeah, and... I mean, good for this guy. Hopefully, he gets his account back. Uh, unless he was uh, uh, given the runaround. Uh, uh, no, unless he was a healer. That yeah, unless he DPS. was a healer that doesn't DPS. Oh, in which course. case, I hope he never gets it back. I'm hoping that that really makes them realize, though, that their customer service is kind yeah, of stupid. Got, if they have to actually go to an event in person to talk to the community team to get their their account back, something's wrong. I can yeah. hope Yoshi oh, was I like, agree. wait, wait, that's an actual problem for you. Yeah. What? Yeah, like at that point, he should have like. I hope F. Aniero, you don't need to explain yourself. It's just the small minority of cunts who don't get it. Also, the art of healing in 14 isn't healing. It's DPSing whilst keeping the party alive. Hash LBR me. Thank you, Thor. I appreciate it. Man, that, Man, that, that, that voice, voice is hot. I don't know. Not you, doing it for me. Those, what? That voice is hot. That mm. voice is bad. It sounds like... Is oh. Nika jealous of magic voice? I think no, Nick is the jealous. First voice that I thought was really just. Bad. I think Nick is jealous. I think we do need to jealous change it of what? because the fact that a scholar. We can't have another hot. girl on the show. I think that's the problem. Nika doesn't. No, I want more girls. Nika's Nika's uh, uh, position is the I one wish the girl show on the show. Was all girls, because it would actually. Make well, sense. maybe we'll replace you with magic voice, Nika. 
Fine, do it. <laughs> get better opinions that way. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, no, I appreciate it, Thor. I don't think I, I don't think I was explaining myself or defending myself. It's just there was. Oh, there was a lot of people who latched on to that one sentence like I'm not playing very much right now that I said on the last episode and the amount of feedback and the amount of reaction that I got on that was I mean it, it did not go unnoticed so you know if I'm if I, I'm going to use uh, this is my show I'm going to use it as a platform to talk about whatever the fuck I want and uh, yeah that it, it does kind of irritate me that uh, that that people you know like People can just kind of pipe up and go, ah, fuck this guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about because he's not playing after I've been engaged in this shit for like six, seven years. So like, fuck you. Fuck yourself. I don't give a shit. Yeah, uh, this next question was asked for you, uh, Nero. Uh, what's the status on the male bunny outfit? Yes. Why would this be asked for me? I you know that the only person who cares about this is Juxta. And, and me. Well, no, I don't play male. I would. I'd care otherwise. Uh, this is I a good re- question, okay? I, he says, I do remember this. We talked about this here at PAX East last year. Last fucking year. Thank uh, you very much. Our process for the Hure and Rogadin is done. The other races, we were working on it, but now we're focused on developing Stormblood, so it's on hold at the moment. Go fuck yourself. I'm sure Yoshi. the person in charge of what maybe watch of that may be watching and had a realization like, oh, I did get the review. I did get to review the one for the Hure, and it was pretty nice. It was pretty sexy. See, we need yeah. more sex in our lives. Great. Sweet. Look, look, I'm obviously, I don't know how to write a single line of code. So I don't know what goes into developing a video game. All right. But I don't the think fact, you code graphics. Whatever. That just goes to prove my point. Okay. That you're an idiot. Okay. But, but include to me, Iostream? the fact that in a year they've made it for two people and then they're like, but now we have to take people off of the male bunny suit to put them onto Stormblood. Like that just... I'm because sure their they team have, is so fucking small. They like, have like the, one the, person who worked on you. it in his off time. I, I feel like one person in his off time should be able to do that, and it shouldn't take him a year. It should take like a week. Yeah. It, or if, if you promised something at PAX East last year, maybe just like when you're like six months out and you're like, oh, we still haven't done this, and people keep fucking asking about it, take one guy, one art guy, to say, get this shit done for all the races. Be done with it. Take a week. How is he trying to pass off that he's just hearing this question for the first time? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure that this has been asked at every single event after PAX East last year. Absolutely. Uh, P.S. Apple Nectar, shut up. Developers are stupid. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. Uh, please implement an O-Pod. Uh, <laughs> please, please, please. And then they wrote it in Jap- please in Japanese also. Um, oh, or- Orchestrian pod. Yeah, th- Orchestrian pod. I think that this is a great idea, oh. and I think that they need to make our RSS feed available for the O-Pod. <laughs> uh, we need new systems. It's a wonderful idea, yeah, but I think it would require a lot of uh, bandwidth from Soken and the no, sound programmer. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. No, it, no, the fuck it wouldn't, because all of the goddamn music is... Client side, it's not streamed over. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, if Sokin was here, he probably would have screamed no and ran out the door. What? That being said, I, I, I'm just reading it as it's written, man. Well, we kill the messenger. That being said, I will at least give him a heads up. Please purchase the original. This soundtracks. is such a stupid excuse. All of the fucking music tracks are are on your hard drive. It would, it's just a matter of like yeah, pulling change, them up yes. right and streaming them. Like fucking stupid. This doesn't even make sense. Come on. Uh, are there any plans to add tier set bonuses to future Savage equipment raid gear? Uh, if asked, there are there are plans. 
If, if, if there are plans, we do you. not have them. Then we do not have them. As you obtain the same gear going through the content, it will be it would be more meaningful and interesting if you go into that and complete the set. We will try to optimistically look into it. So, okay, so like a bonus for if you have... Not pessimistically look into it, optimistically. If, so, like, if you have all five pieces, you get, like, stat bonuses on it of the same set? Yeah. Yeah, that's like, what they're thinking. Yeah. But the, the only things we have like that are, like, the grand company seal stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that, yeah, that's like the idea out of like Diablo two, right? Where they hit first. But that'll make like raiding that. gear a little bit like more cool to have. I guess it would. Yeah, it'd be nice. Like that could maybe make yeah having your full set of raid gear. Kind yeah. Of like maybe a, if you don't have the full set, a mix of stuff is bis. But if you get the full set, then like then it's worth something having something super. Yeah. And yeah. that way, it, that way, that puts a little bit of gear lost. I don't know. But I mean, like mm. that's that's what you know. We've always said that we would love to see stats that end up augmenting abilities and stuff like that. Like that's a good way to do that and at least introduce that concept. Yeah. For for your player base, uh, and and have it applicable and usable in certain situations. So, yeah, you're right. Like, if you want BIS, you go for BIS. But this additional, like, this, this uh, you know, full set bonus might be worth having. It may be, it may be not necessarily better than BIS, but, but like, it, have a different application. Or not even if it's just application, but it's like, like, it is having the set bonus is the best equipment you can have unless you have, like, the perfect combination. Like, it is, like, literally number two on the list. Yeah. Uh, with Stormblood coming, uh, new areas and cultures, I was wondering if there were plans to expand on the different cultures of the clans already in the game. Some of them are lacking even in the lore book. There's not a lot of information on Dusk Whites. Okay. I was wondering if we can get uh, some more lore. And he says, I don't want to say we won't be featuring some of the different cultures that already exist in the four city-states, but I can't pinpoint on which group it's going to be. Even in 4.0, there will be characters or NPCs that may not have had the spotlight previously that will have more of a focus. It might not happen to be the character you have an affinity to, but we'll be featuring them along with the storyline, so we encourage you to play through the story of Stormblood. If I mention something like that to our lore team, uh, like Banri Oda and Koji Fox might say, oh, we want to make another lore book, so... (laughs) Well, and that would be a bad thing. I was like, what would be yeah. wrong with having like a lore are, book? Yeah. Like after this expansion is kind of played through, I would totally love another lore, lore book per expansion. That'd actually be so cool. Yeah, like close out of every expansion, there's a lore book. It's their fastest selling item that they've ever made. Yeah, let's not do that, Yoshi P. Like, let's not do that again. Yeah, but think about how much work it was to make a lore book. Yeah, yeah. but you yeah. don't have to. It doesn't work. have to be that big. Like, if you do it per expansion, like you a could lore do, pamphlet. Yeah, well. <laughs> You could you could do it as like a uh you know like a soft cover um a or is it a geographical just put out a monthly magazine oh my god that's actually kind of brilliant <laughs> and then in like and then like five years you get the full box set with all the cool spine outs that would be okay, hell yeah well, fuck that, this this is a great idea a or is it geographical does not uh cover orthard so we obviously can't do that find idle and geographical anyway. I knew that Joshua like, was such a stickler anyway like see. Highlands Geographics. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Crimson Tinted of Balmung. What's up, Crimson? Crimson. Hey, guys. What's, hey, what's up? up? Mike, Mike sound right this time? Yeah. Yes. Sounds good. Yeah, sound great. Thank the good Lord Jesus. Anyway, I digress. So I wanted to talk about um, at this point now with the last major uh, content being released for Heaven's Word, um, I feel like at this point we have so the ability to do an autopsy on Heaven's Word at this point overall. Um, and honestly, the autopsy of this expansion as, a, as an entire arc leading to Stormblood is not very good. 
You know, uh, that's correct. Well, we still, I mean, we still have one more story patch to do, so I'd be careful about <laughs> I, that. But I, I oh, like on. that instead of calling it like an analysis or like a critical look, you call it an autopsy because this game is basically dead. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that's I, I would like, to, I would like, I'd like to disagree. And yes, there is a little bit more story coming along, but if you look at the overall content picture, um, leading up from 3.0 to now what are the you know what are the major highlights that you know you you know as a sort of historian right you're going to go and look at right you're going to look at trouble balancing the raids at the outset you're yep. going to look at diadem is fail boat you're going to look at what the fuck was lords of vermilion about you're going to look at you know all these data points of either new proposed systems that failed or existing formulas that had problematic implementations throughout the series. And honestly, uh, I think we're in a, a situation now where, the, the, as we've been pointing out for hours now, the vets have nothing to hold on to right now yeah. until Stormblood. Nothing. Right. I'm sorry. 280 items are nothing. Okay? And people that are newer to the game economy are... May, they may have, you know, not as negative an opinion of Dynam 2.0 as the people who went through fate grinding before, like 2.0, 2.4, etc. Right. But you, who were they trying to appeal to with this content here, with this Dynam 2.0? Who were they trying to appeal to with the, this late, this late expansion? Patching strategy. I, I, I honestly don't know. It, it seems like they've somehow managed to piss every major demographic off, which makes me <laughs> genuinely worried for the year-over-year player health in this game. Yeah, you know, I, I think that you're hitting on something uh, important there, Crimson, is that, yeah, almost every major demographic was pissed by this change. And it was really only the dick riders of Yoshi P that were defending him up until he said chill guys yesterday, and then even more people jumped the fence because no one has a brain for themselves. But the thing is, is that I think that the initial reaction was really pretty justified from the player base because as Cribson pointed out it is almost impossible to pin down who exactly this content was supposed to be aimed at who was supposed to be getting the most out of this content is it the casual player base is it the hardcore player base is it the and raiders who are already done with a12 the answer yeah. i think the answer in there is actually he wanted everyone to have a place here. He wanted everyone to have something that they could pull out of it and be worthwhile. And when he, when he did that, he made every other accomplishment systematically, systemically feel like less of an accomplishment. And what you do there is you piss, you end up pissing off and alienating your veteran crowd. And then on the other side of that, it gave the newer players a quick fast forward button that I don't know that they wanted or felt that they needed. So it felt almost unjustified from the other end of that spectrum. And really, who does this benefit? This benefits motherfucking me, the scrub lord that ditched out after three patches. This this motherfucker right here is the one who benefits the most from it because my gear isn't so shitty that I can't participate in the event. Oh, my God. And the rewards actually mean some shit to me. Yeah, because uh, your eye level, oh, my God. There's, yeah, it's going to be like 20 eye levels higher for you. Yeah. And your eye level is high enough to do the event. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. It's you. It, it is me. 
It, it, this was made for a Nero. This and was me. this was made for people who tapped out halfway through Heavensward. People who tapped out of three three. Yeah. And I mean, like, I've even got something up on them where I've I've stayed at least semi engaged where I've gotten at least most of the tome gear out of the, uh, you know, out of the patch cycle. I at least stay connected enough to get that out of it. And so, you know, I, I the gear that I'm wearing isn't terrible. Right. Like, I'm not struggling, struggling in like EX. Uh, dungeons so i don't feel the impact of being gone for six months i don't even feel it i just come back to the game and it's fine and i'm i'm, I'm like right back in it and i'm playing mm-hmm. think about this for a fucking second like doesn't isn't this a big fucking problem like when you when that's when that's who you're trying to appeal to and you alienate these other two you know p- peripheral uh portions of the game like that's i don't think that that's the gains that you want those people checked out and it and probably moved on to other shit i don't think this does it i don't think that this gets the job done and i don't think that square enix ends up seeing the biggest return especially sentiment wise on the back end of this you, and you make a good point like he tried to make an event that like was for everybody but fundamentally in an MMO that isn't possible right that doesn't exist when right. you make an event for everyone you, you make, make an, an event, event for, for no one, one. That, um, yeah Aniro in chat here casual Carvalho says that's oh, your God. problem you insult people that don't agree with you and you want people to respect your opinions ha <laughs> uh, <laughs> no he doesn't because you don't play enough but can't handle other people's opinions what a shame no well first of all I'm not demanding any kind of respect from anyone you don't have to respect me don't respect me. Call up the call up the show. Disrespect me. Here's the only thing that'll happen. I'm not going to cut you off. I'm not going to ban you from the program. I'm even going to let you finish your point. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have my piece after you have yours. That's what people really can't square. Like that's the thing that people really can't stand is that after they come at at you with some shit and you go, uh, no, this is it's actually this is the way that it actually is. And all of those things are perfectly valid and you shut them the fuck up. That's that's when they get really incensed. You back them into a corner and then suddenly like and, and it's funny because they think they're backing you into the corner and suddenly they're in the corner. And they're like, how the fuck did I get here? You've been there all along. You you started there. You started there. Okay, so I don't ask for any kind of respect. I don't. I don't think that I don't even think that anyone respects me. I know Square Enix doesn't respect me. <laughs> I don't I don't command respect. I bet Koji likes us a little. I don't command respect it's at the, all. It's the dick jokes. At yes. all. So I don't know where I don't know where exactly the fuck you're getting that. But you know, yeah, I, I, I'm going to tell you exactly what I think every single time. That's why a lot of people like listening to this program. And we like is a strong word. And 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 we it, like we give each other the permission to do that, too. It's why we can freely joke with each other. It's why our, the humor of this show is so attractive. People really get into that aspect of the show. And so, you know, like if you want to hold that against me, fine. That's fine. 
I don't care. And the fact that I don't care, you can go buy. You can go listen to go listen to Mog Talk. They just had their hundredth episode. Uh, go listen to fucking State of the Realm. They're boring. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zing. Gay! Go uh, go listen to any of the preponderance of FF fourteen shows that exist out there. Okay, I don't really care. I don't. It's not a big deal if you go away. Not everyone is going to go away. And that's the part that bothers you. Uh, anyway, uh, Crimson Tinted, thank you very much for the call. We appreciate it. You want to give any shout outs before we let you go? Uh, I just wanted to give a shout out to people that have been playing this game longer than two years. That they're somehow still here and haven't flipped the table. Cheers on you, man. That's, that's some fucking dedication right there. Yeah, shout that's out to it. us. Fair enough. It's just for the veteran rewards. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Thanks, Crimson. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. We always enjoy hearing from you on uh, LBR. Limit Break Radio on Skype, 810-515-8715. LimitBreakRadio.com slash Discord. A couple wanna, more. Yeah, so uh, you want to uh, rapid fire a few of these? We're getting to the end. Yeah, let's uh, let's get through the end of the Q&A, and then we'll go back to our phone lines. I think we've got two or three people sure. still hanging on. Uh, I pride myself in being an interior decorator in Eorzea. I've always wanted to display my gear and weapons that I've worked hard on in the house. Can we get mannequins or weapon racks? Uh, we just happened to have a similar conversation about this about four days ago in Japan. We will accomplish this in the 4.x series. Yay. Uh, so please look forward to it. 4.55B. I want my mannequin. Uh, one of the favorite, thi- or one of my favorite things to do in the game is run around and explore. With swimming and diving coming in Stormblood, will we have a divine uh, diving log where we'll uh, run around and dive off cliffs and stuff? Yeah. I'd- what? Who? Who wants this? No one. Literally no one. The, uh, this one guy asking. I'm afraid literally I haven't no confirmed yet which areas we'll have in the travel logs, but I'll double check during the reviews to see if some of those are points are underwater or not. But please don't complain if it's out of the way or a bit of a hassle to do. <laughs> Currently in the game, we have people looking for challenging content. Once you do that, uh, that once a week, you have nothing else to do. Is it possible to add more content in the game that's just as challenging as their hard rate so people can do other stuff too and be happy? <sighs> It might not be possible unless we expand our development team to twice the size. If we make the content too too hard, though, people complain about that, too. If it's too easy, people complain about getting through it too quickly and being bored. It's a difficult balance to strike. We do intend on making content for those teams that clear the raids and are looking for more challenging content. So once we are at a stage where we can reveal more information, we'll be sure to do that. I made this point at Frankfurt FanFest, too, but don't complain if it's too hard. (laughs) I love that putting that on there. Like she was like, "I'm sick of you guys complaining. Stop it." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Are you planning on expanding the mentor buff in Stormblood since the level cap is going up? Do you mean for the new player joining into a party with a mentor that buff? System wise, it's an easy adjustment to make, so we'd like to look into it. If it's true, uh, we are. It is true. We are raising the level cap to seventy. Good to know. Uh, I like tanking, but all my tanking classes are capped. Other than raising the level cap, are you going to provide me with any other tools? Puppet master tank. Any other new tank? Uh, <laughs> this, no, this, is this what? a troll question? I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe that the entirety of the PAX East panel room didn't descend on this guy and rip him limb from limb. Absolutely, a puppet a master tank? Are you shitting me? Ritual sacrifice? In the Are middle. you shitting me? Get out! Uh, from oh now, God. He says, from now to add a puppet master tank. From now, I'm gonna die. <laughs> if the development team dies we won't be able to introduce any other jobs ever let's just 
enjoy Stormblood content first. We still haven't finished making Stormblood itself. For the next two months or so, it's going to be hell for us. If In any case, Red Mage and Samurai for Stormblood were highly requested, so I'm very relieved now that we've announced them. After uh, you've enjoyed playing with these new jobs, that would be a good time to think about what jobs to do. I want to request to the devs for the next uh, job to be added. I want to reiterate after playing these new jobs. Hmm. They're saying like, hmm. hey, I told you what jobs you're getting. Play those first. Right. Then you get a new toy. Uh, this isn't a question. Get a third job. What if they're holding it for? <laughs> it's sheep shearer, and you're not getting it. <laughs> uh, and one last thing that was announced. It's of course big news. Is that the North American Data Center will be moving to North America and getting an upgrade? That's actually pretty cool. Thank Ooh. heaven. This should finally deal with those level five ISP issues that we've been plagued with since a Realm Reborn. And that move is happening in May, prior to Stormblood's release. Yay. Good. That's finally like like that's good news. I'm that happy is to hear good that. News, that's yeah. the best news I heard in that entire Q and A. Good yeah, lord. Yeah, because yeah, we haven't gotten our male bunny suit yet, you fuckers. <laughs> oh yeah, we are getting mannequins. That's also good news. Hollow Shadow in the chat. People are gonna cancel their sub to this show after this episode. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. I, I like I wanted to call it up, but I'm like, no. But I'm just thinking to myself, oh honey. <laughs> it, you're new here. It really is pretty funny. Like you're the, new. I, I'm just. I'll, let me put it out there, okay? If you're a Patreon and you really don't like the fact that I'm not playing, I, you, say something. Tell us. You can. You have. If you you're have, a Patreon, we'll probably listen to you. You have way more opportunities to contact us right now than anyone else. Let us know. I mean, you're the ones that actually can make a goddamn difference. If Hollow Shadow, the cock stain is right. <laughs> Oh, he's probably gone because he didn't respond. So, oh. if yeah. he's if if he's right, then I guess maybe our audience should show him that he's right. Yep, prove it. Let us know if you unsub during the show. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, we will be double checking. Well, Don't like, lie. Like honestly, you you haven't heard half the shit that we've done on this show. Yeah, people didn't unsub after. There was one time where a Nero said on Twitter that rape jokes are okay. And we lost a patron, and then we gained five more. Yeah, then we got five more for more money. So there was that. Now, I didn't say that rape jokes were... I was just saying that all jokes are okay. But someone said even rape. Even rape jokes. Yeah, Yeah, they made you clarify. Yeah. Yeah. To try to think that I was, they were going to get me on something. Like this is the yeah, shit. Yeah, like you're going to be like, no, not that one. I got, and I and I talked about this earlier. Like the fact that people think that they're going to get me on something. That they're that I'm going to say some shit that I didn't mean to. Then I'm going to put something out there that is like, like somehow that's not something that I wanted to project. That's dude. Come on. I've been doing this for way too long for you to think that you can actually get one up on me like that. Come the fuck on. It's like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting in front of a fucking microphone. Like I know everything that I'm saying into this is being streamed out in front of people. Why in the world? Do you think that you could, like, trigger me to the point that I would say some shit that I didn't mean or that I would have to apologize for? Yeah, go fuck yourself, dumb motherfuckers. Let's go back to our phone lines. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Talk to uh, Tanya Makers of Gilgamesh. What's up, Tanya? 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 Hey, hey what's hey. up? Hey, hey uh, just want to put my, my two cents on the whole diadem thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I find it kind of kind of weird that out of all the callers that came in, like none of them, like they're all they all talk about the, just the weapons. 
But the whole thing about about me personally, because personally, I don't I don't care about the weapons at all. Like I have my I two seventy five Paladin weapon, and when I first saw the I two eighty, so I was like, oh whatever, um, because Scorius does this all the time, where like they invalidate their their weapons, mm-hmm. uh, even even the rogue stuff. So personally, yeah. I was just like, okay, I'll just accept that. But the whole thing about me is that when I first went into Diadem, it was like, this is just fucking fake grinding. Is this even fun to do? And that, and that that's my kind of complaint. And the thing is, is I've, I've kind of held back on that criticism right now because I haven't, you know, Escalia had outlined this whole second half of the system that I didn't even get to see. And so I felt like I only saw half of it. And 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 I and I didn't feel like like levying that charge on its face was totally fair if I hadn't seen the second aspect of the system. Um, but I walked away with very much the same feeling that you did, where it's like, fuck, man, if this is just fate grinding, like all you did was you took an instance to zone and then made people do fates in bigger groups. Yep. And that sucks. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, was my, really my thought walking away from it was like I did one emergency mission and three hours of fate grinding. I don't want to come back here. Yeah, and I personally never did an emergency mission, but because that's because I don't want to wait for it to pop up. So I just basically just just left after my, my third time doing it. I was like, okay, hey, I'm just never, never going to do this again. So did you leave? You left after completing the main mission, but not before your time ran out, right? The first time I waited till the, the time ran out. Right. But, I, was, I, was, I was with my FC. But after that, you were just left after completing the main mission, right? Yeah. Do you get a lockout for that? There's no lockout. No. Oh, thank goodness. I know what I'm doing from now on. <laughs> <laughs> thank heaven. I just a little bit too uh, too too uh, hesitant to hit that uh, withdraw button and try I'm a it DPS, yourself, right? man. I'm a yeah. DPS. I've been waiting in queue for 30 minutes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm a tank and I just leave and someone else will just switch a tank, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, I, I agree that I think that, you know, the copy-paste nature of the system to take an instance it and do it and only do it in an instance, it just seems like really lazy. Like, there's a bunch of other things that they could have done there that they just chose not to. And... Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? What do you what do you think? What like what do you think would have been a better system than just fates in the sky? Literally anything else. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I really Lords really of Verminion in the sky? No. No, not that. No. no. Okay, anything maybe, maybe else. A <laughs> uh, bunch of circular boss arenas in the sky that you fly to. Oh my god. I, at least they're bosses. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Love the show and all the truth. All of these butt hurt living with mom can't handle. <laughs> Who was that? Uh, that was where did Kendra go? I, we we switched to Ivy. I, I miss Kendra. Yeah, I, I know. Kendra, that's why man. we switched to Ivy. No, bring back Kendra. No, Kendra was creepy monotone. Come yeah, on, Ken- this is terrifying. Just, that, I Kendra just, sounded like a drag queen. Okay? Yeah, it's definitely a he she. So that's, that's why that's Scalia liked why her. Why you liked it? So we had to, we had to get rid of Kendra. She was fired. This sounds like a dead child with his eyes scooped out. Yeah, yeah, straight up. This is something uncanny valley shit. With that guy that had thirty eyeballs stuck up his rectum. What? Sure, what? we'll what? go with that. Yep. Did you guys not talk about that in FEC? No! What? How did yeah, I not that put was, that on the outline? You no, probably you probably did, did but we de- definitely we chose not to talk about it. We are a gaming podcast. Not, not, <laughs> sounds like a game to me. Just like you put on a few weeks What's ago. What's inside Karen's ass? <laughs> a few weeks ago, you put on the outline about how Papa John's had, 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 had 
that's some new thing where you can pay three dollars to jump to the head of the line. Yeah. Yeah. No, we scrapped that. Why? Uh, anyway. Fallen. Got that was straight out of ch- yeah, Children of the Corn. Thank you, Tika Fowley. Good lord. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That is accurate. Uh, Tanya, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, you got any shout outs before we let you go? Yeah, I'll go and give a shout out to the the speedrun community because they had to lock their uh, their rankings because of the randomness of uh, the I two eighties. They said that they weren't going to deal with this, so they just, they just locked the rankings early. So shout out to them. The <laughs> speedrunning community of FF fourteen. I've never yeah. heard of this. There's a speedrunning community. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, that's just be my community. I mean, I guess, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess, it's like maybe world first. Thing? Is it? Well, no. Is it like new world character fisting? till completion uh, of Heaven's Ward? What's the speed run for FF14? Uh, basically, it's for a savage race. They um they try to, to kill the bosses as quickly as possible. Oh okay. Oh okay. So time on bosses. I okay. Get it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Tanya. We appreciate it, Tanya Makers of Gilgamesh. Uh, if you want to call in, Limit Break Radio on Skype eight one zero five one five eight seven one five limitbreakradio.com slash discord. We've got about uh, I don't know about twenty minutes left in the show here. We need to read a fan fiction. Mm. Do we? Yes. Oh my gosh, Chat, This is for you. I know no, the chat wants no, it. Uh-uh. Nobody else here wants it, but we have not read one in like 800 weeks. No, we haven't read one in like f- 801 weeks. Three weeks, maybe. 799 weeks. Maybe three weeks. That's been a long time. We need at least three fan fictions per month. No. No, we what? don't. All right, four fan fictions per month. I don't even month. think we have that many. What are you talking about? We we need to we need to back off the fan fictions for Why a while. Why would you want to back off that gravy train? <laughs> I'm already dressed for it. Did you see me? Yeah, I, I'm prepared. Yeah, we could not miss you. How would you? What do you mean you're dressed for it? In game? Oh God! He's wearing his thong, sitting on the table. Oh, I'm not sitting. <laughs> no, you sure aren't. We definitely don't need. Have it. you guys seen me though in the studio? Yes. I'm how playing. Can we dead. miss you. How cool is that emote? You look. It like, was only seven dollars. You you look like you <laughs> would have paid ten for that. You you look like we're about to eat sushi off of you. It's you, really weird. Do you want to? No. Yeah. Do you remember? I the, know. I know. Kyle does a shot off me, so he's cool with that. Oh. Oh, Do you remember the beginning of Resident Evil 7? It looks like we're there. We're getting ready to eat him. <laughs> oh, God. Can we just end the show? <laughs> no! No! We, we will not give less content now. Fine, let's play Dino Tracks. <laughs> For 20 let's, minutes. Let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Arthur's. Arthur's, what's going on, man? Yo, what's up, man? How's long it going? Time, long, uh, long time I've been calling. I know. Yeah. Heard- going? Yeah. yeah, just taking a nice break from 14 at the moment. That's we fair. We don't blame you. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, like, I mean, since I'm taking a break from uh, 14, I obviously didn't like, you know, haven't played this um, this new diadem yet. But you know, with all the with all the salt out there on the first day, you know, with th- the things that I read, you know, in Discord, etc. Et I mean, I'm I'm honestly not surprised. You know, what I want to say is, let, let's be really honest, though. You know, diadem was never made to be able to satisfy anyone. Let's face it, like, it, like. Even for the end gamers, it's not going to be a raid. Nobody's going to expect a okay. lot. Okay, Arthur, you know? here's my question for you, though. Why is it okay yeah. to say that? Why is it okay to say, well, obviously, this was never no, going to no, no. satisfy anyone. No, Why don't, put don't it in wrong. the game, no, then? No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm totally I'm totally not a big fan of this diadem. Right. I'm just, I'm just saying that, you know, 
from from me playing so long, I'm actually not surprised of this shit that Square Enix pulled out from their asses, you know, doing something like that. Right. It's a bad, okay. it's a super bad system. It's really, really bad. But, like, my biggest problem with this whole diadem thing is, you know, a lot of people keep talking about the weapons. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, people is like, you know, this you now 280 is not bad, 280 is blah, blah, blah. You know, those are bullshit. Those are, this 280 weapon is just a smokescreen. And a lot of people just felt, you know, fell, fell for it. This system is so bad, you know, that you got to look further. I think it's a development problem. Dude, 1.0 Diadem was like, what, one and a half years ago? And <laughs> one and a half years later? This is all we aside get. Aside from, this is all we get. Aside from, you know, putting faith that, oh I'm my sorry. God, a faith, you seriously? Die. You know, aside from faith. Is that what? Is that uh, oh, yeah, that was a joke. Was a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, fella Chu. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, instead of doing something different, I mean, they did something different, but it's still like what you guys just covered on the previous call. It's still an existing system. Yeah. And then on top of that, you would think that, okay, you know, give them a little bit of credit. They did do something after one and a half year, no. but they still don't do anything regarding the loot. Like the, 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 the complaints that we have today regarding the 280 weapons is no different compared to one and a half year ago when we were complaining about what is that? What two one two one oh drops? They were also best in slot, right? They were doing the potential to be, yeah. Yeah. So the complaint is exactly the same. It's just that now this time they, they just toss you a two eighty weapon. Because let's face it, I think I think uh shit, I don't remember the name, but the previous caller uh, from Gilgamesh, I, I think he he kind of um said it on point. Like this two eighty weapon, you know, they put it in, they 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 they've been like, like I say when I uh, initially called, they have been doing this same shit. Like, you know, this thing wouldn't matter anymore. You know what? You know, you know Yoshida is like saying, yeah, why not? We just fucking toss it in. You got three more months. Not like there's another raid. Let's be really honest though. Even when we go to 4.0, these 280 weapons, it's not going to even matter. I, I would that's, take a and, rough guess. Yeah. And that's, and but that's, that's another, you know, crux of the argument is that like, I, and, and I agree with you, Arthur, is that like, how they didn't learn this mistake the first time, like they did, they they repeated the exact same mistake with Diadem that they had fallen into the first time that they put out the event, um, and they had the exact same problem with the two ten gear. And I think at that point it was a little bit more justifiable because a it was a totally new system, b we didn't know where it was going, c we thought that they were going to expand in on it over time. None of those things happened, right? Like so, it ended up being an odd duck. And then Square Enix came out and was like, it didn't work. We're going to retool it. And now we have it reinstated at the end of a patch cycle where there's not going to be anything that's going to outpace this gear until we get to Stormblood. So it, yep. it it really does feel like Square Enix didn't learn their lesson the first the first time and didn't understand fundamentally why people responded so poorly to the 210 gear and you know what yeah it, it got a lot of people into DM, but you know what as soon like it got people to check out really fast too you know what i mean yeah like, like you know like, the, 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 the the biggest problem actually is not now is that I mean I'm not sure whether you guys remember the recent interview where he says that you know what guys you know diadem we are revamping it you, you know during that time we didn't know that it would become like this now that we know that it become like this let, let's be really honest it's, it's a fucking failure okay now they said that they are gonna re, uh, they're gonna take a lot of feedback from this because oh shit what was that in 4.0 the forbidden lands of Eureka is that yeah, what it's yeah. pronounced right. so they say that this diadem 
they will be taking a lot of feedback from this diadem because they kind of indirectly say that the Forbidden Lens of Eureka is going to be something similar system as this revamped diadem. Now I'm fucking worried, man. I know like, because that's all we've been hearing. They're basically feeding <laughs> us the same bullshit they fed us at Diet Diadem 1.0. Yeah. And now look at what we yeah. got. You're absolutely right. That's why everyone's like, I'm oh, you know, Stormblood's coming. Don't worry. It's going to be fine. How? Like, what in all of the history has has Square Enix given you any kind of proof or hints that it's going to be fine? That's They're giving us Red Mage. <laughs> But that's that's the, that's exactly it, though, is that like we keep hearing like, oh, we're going to keep working on it. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. And then they it, like either it's, you know, the system sees a complete overhaul. It, like that's it. That's nothing ever is they like, satisfying. The only bit of evidence that we've ever gotten that from one expansion to the next, it's going to get better is when we went from 1.0 to 2.0 when they completely did everything. So if they came in, they said, sorry, Yoshida, your time's up. See ya. And they brought a new guy in. Then I'd have been like, hey. Stormbloods might be good, guys, because they're doing something different. I, I, you know, and it's well, it, a little bit too far. <laughs> well, I'm well, just saying, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, there has been this contingent of FF14 fans that for a while has been on this bandwagon like Yoshi P is a one-trick pony, doesn't know what he's doing. Or won't, or, or, or Square Enix, like the glitter yeah. Square Enix is like, look, you did such a good job turning it into what it is. We don't want to mess that up. So he has to play it safe. Right, yeah. I, I, and I don't yeah like I can't I can't put all of that on his shoulders I'm just saying that that is a sentiment mm-hmm. and the thing is is that every time we get a disappointing update that sentiment grows the people the amount yep. the number of people that are going Yoshi P doesn't know what he's doing ends up growing to the and I mean mm. I don't know what kind of critical mass you would have to hit to be able to make Square Enix react because it took the extreme failure of 1.0 for them to oust Tanaka. And I don't know that that FF14 can get that bad again. That's yeah, yeah. To, to have yeah, the, know, to have the same the, the like, same um, same situation go down. Yeah, you know like I think he got away from 2.0 because the at the at the very end of 2.0 it was kind of bad if not worse than right now. Like, you know 2.0 I I I believe at about 2.57, that was like, I think, February, we have like five months of nothing at all. Yeah, before it was bad. Yeah, yeah that, it was that tough. Was, that, was, yeah, that was really rough. It's, I, I would say we are we are already on par right now with the dissatisfaction in the community as of then, except that this time, you know, they try to drag it out. It wasn't really working, though. Let's be honest. Let, let's be honest. Like earlier, uh, previous caller said as well, three po- like you know he was saying that you know three point one, three point three, three point five. You know this catch up patches has always been boring. Three point five, especially, is the same as two point five. Like the War of Darkness, uh, War of Darkness patch. You know, when you are we are already at the final rate, and then we have to wait for like what during two point zero is like what nine months before mm-hmm. Heaven's Word. Now we have seven months. Yeah, and then you know. Let's stop. Let's not take away the fact there will be nothing after three point four that will be satisfying to do. Even if they entire them, um, you know, palace or the, I mean, those, those are unique ideas, but they were never going to be satisfying for you know those top top players where rating is everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. for this few seven months, it has you know dire them or not. It has already been decided that, and and also especially creator being so easy after day two of creator, 
or even week one after creator, a lot of people has already, let's face it, nothing to do at that point already. It's just farming and then just fucking destroying. You know, so the DPS check is so, like the tuning is so bad, Zerva was so bad. It's pretty bad already. You know, now we have seven months of nothing and compared to the nine months of nothing, Yoshida got away with the nine months of nothing though because the hype for Heaven's World is really yeah. Now, if you already been playing 2.0, you have already seen through the cycle that Yoshida tried to pull off the first time. You know, maybe we are like, you know what? Yoshida, is, this is pretty bad. But we, you know, we believe since we've seen you pull that shit out. You know, pull the, this we, shit out from 1.0. I, yeah, because I thought now, he was going to break the pattern tri- with 3. Yeah. Now, it's, it, now you, you are, he's, he's really pushing it. Now he's really pushing it these seven months because we've seen through it. A lot of us, like I say initially, like, it's not going to satisfy anyone. We don't care. I mean, I, I shouldn't be saying that. But because I've seen that, I'm actually worried that this time, you know, this this might be the defining moment. I, I mean, I wouldn't go that far and say, you know, Yoshida, I'll bring a new guy in back. But I'm, I'm really worried for Storm's Blood right now. And and to add on to that, you know, I have been telling people like, wow, you know, they, they really shown us a lot. They even bring in Doma. They even like, you know, do this and that. And then suddenly at this PAX um, Q&A, they actually says that, dude, we are what? Less than three months, uh, right about three yep, months, yep. Yeah. to Storm's Blood, and and he's saying that he he just, I'm not sure whether people are freaked out, but I'm actually pretty freaked out. Freaked out. He was saying that uh, you know what we will look into it. You know, right now these two months is going to be really bad. You know, um, Storm's Blood is not even um, near finish yet. I'm fucking worried, man. Yeah. And no, I am too. You them. You dragged <laughs> the tired them so long for this. Yeah. And now you went. Two more months to Storm's Blood. Oh my God! This this is a make. Yeah. We all say this a lot. This is a make or break for a lot of us. I, mean, I just hope absolutely, that, you know? absolutely. Yeah. And I think you know what? I think the only thing that's keeping me hanging on right now is the battle system revamp for 3.0. Maybe, yeah. Oh, like, come on. Well, because well, when you look back, like, let's say the, 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 the past year and a half, two years, like, like, all right, yeah, there's been a lot of stuff. He's got a lot of criticism and stuff. But let's look at this stuff that, that, that we tried to hold on to, right? DM one drop. It was a disappointment. But we yep. were like, there were some cool things there, right? We knew about Palace of the Dead. We're like, all right, we're really excited for Palace of the Dead. Palace of the Dead came out. Sucky reward structure, but the event itself was kind of cool, but there wasn't enough there to keep us. So we're like, but don't worry. You know what? They learned a lot from Diadem 1. They learned a lot from Palace of the Dead. Diadem 2 is going to be sweet. Diadem 2 comes out. It's not sweet. Let's, what let's, else do we have to look on, forward to let's, now? Let's, let's not forget that Palace of the Dead 1 to 100 was another wet fight. That's true. It wasn't until 100 to 200 that people were like, oh, okay, That's this is true. actually kind of fun. Yeah, and so now yeah. what do we have to look at? The only the only thing that I feel like you can draw is like, oh, well, you know, they, they learned a lot from Diadem 1, Palace of the Dead, Diadem 2. Eureka's going to be great, except you have no proof of that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree. But Red Mage is going to be good. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. God damn it, Juxa. Uh, Arthur's, thanks for the call, man. We appreciate it. We always love hearing from you. Uh, we've got a couple of more callers to get to before we wrap up. But, uh, man, it's always great hearing from you. And uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, Stormblood will be better than we expect. And yeah, uh, yeah. we'll be able to plug some time into this thing again. Yeah. Yo, you guys are awesome, man. Like, you know, recently, that's uh, that's really nothing to do in 14 and I I kind of I kind of like the way you say you know you still manage to do good shit even there's no shit for you to you know thank work you on. Arthur so thanks that, that's man that's really cool man that's really cool man. I always enjoy hearing you from you guys thanks man we appreciate it and uh, yeah I, I think that everyone who criticizes the show really forgets that like forgets or, or they just never knew it to begin with SE doesn't give you good content play more dino tracks <laughs> 
<laughs> Arthur's thanks for the call. Uh, oh, of Nick course, is here. Hi. Of course, check him out. <laughs> check him out. Twitch.tv slash Arthur's. Uh, we got one more caller to get to. But before we get to them, uh, again, I just I kind of want to uh, come back around. And I, honestly, all of these people who are really upset with me for not playing or not being as involved or invested in the game recently it is really funny to me like it's it's funny how much they think they get under my skin it's funny how much they think i'm being defensive when i'm not uh when really all i'm doing is questioning their expectations i'm questioning their expectations like do you insert the same expectations for journalists that you take the opinion of do you expect the same level of engagement from your other gaming media sources because i guarantee you that unless someone's doing this shit full time and they're dedicating every waking moment of their life to gaming which unfortunately none of us get to do by the way i wish none of the five of us get to do this we all have to have day jobs and while we are really appreciative of how you guys support the show whether it's patreon patreon or paypal or whatever it is that we use that money first and foremost to reinvest in the show and the show sees that direct improvement you get the show every week (laughs) you get better quality shows you get the same cast nearly week in and week out you don't get this revolving door of different voices each and every single week which is something that our audience had said multiple times that they didn't like they also said multiple times that all they wanted was more regular content um And every single Tuesday, every single Tuesday, you can find a brand new show at LimitBreakRadio.com. And every Sunday, when you tune in to Twitch.tv slash LimitBreakRadio, you hear Dino Tracks. You hear either Dino Tracks or Limit Break Radio. Probably both. Some kind of combination. Gijumaro sees through you. He calls you out saying that you must really be butthurt about people calling you out for not playing. I think it's true. I think it's a facade. You've been called. You boy, you called my number. Nailed it. It's sixty nine. It's it's irritating because we hear it so often. I think every time. I think I think that's and, and you can tell who our actual listeners are because when we bring yeah. this up, they're like this shit again. Right? Come yeah. on, guys. Or if somebody else brings it up for fear of us talking about it again, they'll swoop in and go, "Oh, this is your first time here, isn't it?" Yeah, we all oh, yeah, <laughs> crimson tinted. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's too. a good analogy. But like, honestly, the people who sit around and find those little things to bitch about most of the time are super unaccomplished because the only accomplishments that they can hang their head on at the end of the day are these gaming accomplishments are the accomplishments in FF 14 itself. I mean, I'm playing a different game here, guys. I'm trying to get gaming talk on the radio. Not just a podcast. On the radio. We have four sets of call letters that we can hang our hat on. And you want me to feel bad about my engagement levels here? Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. We're doing way too good work in the other areas that we're having to 
redirect time from playing FF14 from. And we still give you a kick-ass show. And we still deliver a show every week. I mean, as soon as... Like, maybe we should talk about the fact that we're all kind of disengaged from the game. Maybe we should talk about the fact that a three-hour show is a lot of work. It's a lot of... Uh, that's a lot of work for us to produce every single week. And if Square Enix isn't going to come to the table and give a shit to talk about, then maybe we can't sustain a three-hour show every single week. Is that our fault? I don't know. But I think that that's a much more fair, fair litmus test for whether or not, you know, the people who do pay for the show are getting their value out of it. So, you know, like, I, I'm, I, I'm... At the end of the day, I'm not terribly bothered by my level of commitment to the show, to the game. I'm pretty confident in that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think one of the things, too, that, that, that I find interesting is you haven't had a lot of time to, de to dedicate to the game for a long time. And you let me let me hang out on it until you said mentioned it, it unless first. I, until I said it. So first. it's not yeah. like anyone could tell like, oh, he's not playing the game. That's right. how you can tell this has gone to shit. Right. And and the other thing that I'd like to mention is that it's not just that I don't have time to play FF14. I don't have time to play any video games. OK, like I, I've been playing some Pokemon here and there. That's about it. That's about it. Okay, so for as much as, as you know, it's it's weird, like we're running three talk shows about video games and I have the least amount of time in my day to play video games that I've ever had in my entire life. And the thing is, is that as soon as we start making more income off of some of our ventures like Checkpoint, then suddenly we do get to be able to devote more time to this. Doesn't mm -hmm. he fuck you to the other guys? But it's this is a five person project. No one person gets to walk away with that $2,000 a month that we pull in on Patreon. That's right. That goes to the organization. That doesn't get split between the five of us. Yeah, no, we don't get 400 bucks a month for this. No. No. Oh, Hell no. That helps so much. I don't think we even get half of that. Uh, nope. Uh, well, almost. Almost. Oh. We get kind of close to it. Hold on, let me map. I don't think we... I, I, 60 times four. So 240. 240. 240. 240. Okay, all right. So Come we on, get a, a hair up. above it. All right. But the thing is, assuming is, we work. Yes. Yeah, assuming assuming we make that every you work. Episode, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's a merit based pay system. So, you know, we're all five of us. OK, well, hold on real quick, though. <laughs> it should be noted that don't worry, everybody. Nika does get less than everyone else. She only gets two thirty because she's a woman. Yes. Yes. Obviously. And, 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 and <laughs> Sorry how I was born. depending on how Callie's feeling for the day, he doesn't get all of that either. Yeah, that's right. why. That's why I don't shave on Sundays. I want my full. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my full uh, two forty. <laughs> okay, that's, that's kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> you can't joke about that. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Um, Only rape jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kuki gets paid. I think she makes more than us now. <laughs> yeah, Kuki. Kuki got a raise. Yeah, we we assigned her. We asked her to be the executive producer of Final Encounter Cast and Limit Break Radio and help us out being a producer on Checkpoint. And we quadrupled uh, what we pay her. Yep. Uh, executive producer. Somehow so, a cooler title than any of us have. So, I mean... You were never in the running for that, by the way. Oh, sure. I know. Okay. So, for fuck's sake, I mean, like, I feel like as a... Like, as someone who runs a business, like, we 
We run this business as as best that we can. And and we've done more with that support than most people would do. I don't think I don't think most people would reinvest it in the company and in the brand and no, in the they product. Use it to buy swag. Yeah, they and sweet kicks. That's and and you know what? That's what we would want to do. Like, isn't that the end game? Like, isn't that the reason why you put so much effort and time into developing a show and developing a product that you can entertain people with so that one day you can make enough money off of it that you can feed yourself and put gas in your tank? I mean, that's just all what we want to do. That's what a lot of these dudes on Twitch are doing. It's what a lot of these dudes who make, you know, who make a living off of this do. Nobody questions their motives. Nobody goes, ah, well, you're a piece of shit for buying sushi rolls. Like, come on. Jucks his chest. I'm, but I mean, like, come on. Like, we have we have been as 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 transparent as we possibly can through this whole process. We've explained what we how we use the money. And to still be met with this response is such a fucking pain in the ass. Well, it's just the odd dick butt now and then. It, I, it is, it is. <laughs> but butt. the thing is, is that, like, I mean, I all of us get this, too. All of us get this. If someone is demotivated or someone, you know, when when Kahlo wasn't, uh, was, had to work a whole bunch of Sundays and wasn't able to show up to the show, you had fans going, well, like, Kahlo clearly doesn't give a shit about this game anymore. Kahlo doesn't care about this show anymore. No, fuck yourself. That gets really irritating to hear. Did people really say that? Yeah. Oh, all, oh I, yeah. all I got was messages like, the show isn't the same without you. Please come back. Yeah, sure you did. Uh-huh. Totally did. So until until these motherfuckers can either accomplish something, like objectively accomplish something within their own lives to be able to say, hey, I've done this and I understand what the work level is and even even like because I understand it, I think you could do more. That's a very different pointed criticism than someone coming in and going, "Oh well, he said he's not playing." Clearly, the show is bullshit. And now that he's talking about it, that means he's butt hurt, or else he would stop talking about it. I saw you again, Ginjimaru. Exactly. And and dude, you're still watching, bro. Yeah. And you have a weeaboo name. Right. It's a very weeaboo name. Oh, super weeaboo. Like Ginjimaru, that sounds like a Genji alt. I mean, honestly, I think I, I'm. Can I just go out on a limb and say that I'm gonna guess that most of these people are the most butthurt about our Daddy of Light segment, but just <laughs> they couldn't voice it in the moment because they would have been too embarrassed and the chat would have descended on them like a pack of vultures and just ripped them to shreds. So now they have to go and they have to find little shit to pick out in the show and call bullshit on. They're not even clever about it. They're not. It's because they have small brains. I know. Small and s- Small dicks. Yeah, I bet they don't even have dicks. That's why they're not funny because they're women. All right, let's take <laughs> let's take our last let's take our last caller here and talk to uh, Fate and Daris of Genova. What's going on, Fate? Uh, doing great there. How you guys doing? Doing not, well. Not too Fate. well. A yeah, little emotionally distraught. Uh, I don't, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> doing okay. <laughs> What's up? Oh, okay. Well, I just want to talk about content. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but but anywho, one of the ladies was like, "I'm an interior decorator, and I would like it if there would be like some mounts and no, they like, wanted mannequins. Mounts. They wanted mannequins, mannequins, and get it right. Mounts. See, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm cutting him off. Forget this fate. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
I'm kidding. Oh. Just kidding. Go on. Okay. <laughs> that, was the most, that was the most defeated okay I've ever heard out of any. Okay. <laughs> See, now this is how Anira treats our listeners. Why do we have him on our show? <laughs> Anywho, um, the whole thing, and I was just like thinking, yes, yes, yes. Get all the glowy weapons on my wall, all the armor, you know? It makes you think like you're a badass in your own home. Just like Witcher 3 or some other games that do it. Uh, Skyrim. Skyrim Skyrim like was great about it. Like the way that you could display weapons on racks and, yes. and stuff like that. It was, it was excellent. And I think that that is something that is kind of like lacking from FF14. Do you remember doing that in Morrowind? Like even though there was no real system to do it, you just found a shelf somewhere and it, said, I'm putting my weapons on this. It took two and a half hours. Same, oh, absolutely. Same thing in Fallout 4. And every time you came back home, it would have felt off. And like rolled behind something, so now you have to take that thing down. Oh. The all was terrible. No, no, there's definitely something to be said for being able to put your weapons on display or your gear that you care about on display. But Yoshi P uh, said specifically that yes, they were even thinking about doing it, probably 4.2 or 4.3, mm-hmm. and I was really happy to hear that. But then he said right after that, very specifically, that all of his team is working on Stormblood right now uh, and nothing else, literally nothing else. So. Mm-hmm. All this griping about lack of content um, until Stormblood comes out, I don't think we're going to find anything significant other than maybe a few story cutscenes here and there that bridges us. And and other than that, uh, we're not going to get anything. And if you're trying to say there's going to be a long drought, that's correct. It's going to be a long three months. I mean, if you're an MMO player that played, you know, other MMOs in the past, you know, uh, this isn't new. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, just put it down for a second. What they really ought to do, uh, the only way that players could really affect developers in, in this instance is if they uh, vote with their wallets. Yes, uh, that's true. It, it, that is the only way that's going to change the way that they do their work or hire more developers or hire more engineers. Uh, that is the only way. That, that's what. That's what. I mean, if 1.0, <laughs> if 1.0 was still terrible, and there were like five million players playing it, even though it was still terrible, they would keep that thing going. No, you're yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're a hundred percent right. But the problem with voting with your wallet in an MMO environment is that too often, too often, people will end up resending their subscriptions stop playing and then become permanently disengaged it's not an act of defiance and it's not an act of activism they are actually becoming disengaged from the franchise and from the game which is the ultimate death of the mmo yeah it's right? just them like actually that, leaving that yeah like that leads to to the you know almost permanent death of your community and then i think that that's why you know that's how you have games that were released in 2007 that are shuttered now but you also still have games like ultima online and dark age of camelot that can still remain relatively profitable or at least you know keep it in the black right like the minute that your operating costs go over what you can take in in subscriptions or microtransactions the fundamental game the the fundamental model for your game is been chucked out the window you're fucked well and yeah to be perfectly clear and i think everyone 
kind of has us an idea. What happened with 1.0 to 2.0 is not the standard model of what happens when a game when an MMO flops. Yeah, that was such a miracle, weird scenario that happened out of out of SE being indignant that one of their number titles couldn't fail. And and not just that, really, Square Enix is probably one of only four or five companies in the world that could have floated that financially. That could have even done something like this. That's why that's why frankly a realm reborn was so revolutionary is because no one had ever tried anything like this like no one had ever put out an MMO so bad and have it survive and Square Enix really only floated that with their pocketbook and because you're right uh, Escalia they had a uh, it, you know, a refusal to lose on this. Yeah, they're not letting the, one of their numbered titles fail. Right. That's what it was. Right. And so, you know, I, 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 I mean, I think that that's, that's remarkably fair to say that it's completely unique. So, you know, when, when MMO communities do end up voting with their wallet, there is a very, very real risk that you run. Because when you say voting for your wallet, to me that says someone is making the choice to rescind their subscription, but that they are not disengaging from either the community or the game. That's a critical aspect of 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 what we're talking about here. And if you do start seeing that disengagement, then the activism, the point of the activism is lost because Square Enix is just going to see a shrinking profit margin and then they're going to end up killing the game even quicker. Well, plus, I think the other thing to, to keep in mind, too, is, you know, like, let's say the, the Zelda game did horribly. Like, everyone buys it and it's a piece of crap, right? If they try to put out, like, an expansion and people don't buy that, they would see the numbers. Like, people aren't buying the expansion like they bought the game. But with an MMO, if you just cancel your subscription, there's a natural ebb and flow to player fall off and then player reemergence for each patch. And so it's a lot harder to see, like, oh, are these people dropping their sub because they're disenfranchised and they want something to change? Or are they just going to come back during the next patch? That's a fair question. Uh, On a last point, I want to put out there is that Yoshi uh, Yoshida may not have any direct responsibility to have uh, staff or additional staff on his team. It may be in result of Sony exec or sorry, Square Enix executives <laughs> uh, that are making the call on top of him trying to make the most out of their money with the least amount of uh, cost. Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is sort of a, a common thing i don't really i i'd really would love uh yoshida to have more staff to not let this be an issue and they that's my main third point just just make sure they have a bigger staff to be able to handle any amount of criticism this is practically this is going to be the next big mmo uh overshadowing any other mmo for the next few years i I can anticipate because of the population size but uh they need to give him more staff to be able to do what what everyone likes him to do and uh Uh, and we and we know that they've increased his budget but we We don't know what that's actually gone into and we don't but that's the thing is that yeah we don't know how that money is being spent but he has been given a higher budget and we would hope that that may end up leading to increases in staffing because i do agree i think that that is probably when you when you have holes like this in content i think that that's a big aspect to it is that you you probably need a little bit of help on the back end 
And the fact that they took people off of this project and put them to 15 and, you know, forced them to, to, to work under different circumstances, those people who are being redirected back to the 14 team, they're, I mean, while they're going to bring their experience with 15 with them, they're also going to have a different context for the last year or two years of their work than the 14 workflow. And that's going to take some adjustment. Like that happens a lot. Like yeah. it's a, it's a normal part of a fluid work environment yeah. that, that where you see multiple people being transferred between projects. So it's not unheard of. It's not abnormal and it's, it's not weird, but it definitely takes time. There's no way that it doesn't take time. Uh, fate. Thanks very much for the call. We appreciate it. Uh, that I think is going to have to wrap it up for today. But what about a Woody? fan fiction? <clears throat> no. no. No fan no, fiction. No, 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 no. No fan fiction. But I do want to ask a quick question before we go. So, World of Warcraft, and this is just kind of going on on Fate's notion that uh, Stormblood is going to be one of the major MMO, one of the most significant uh, MMO uh, expansions probably in the next, you know, two years. And, uh, I, you know, it seems like Blizzard and World of Warcraft like to counter any kind of expansion or um, patch that they think might be a threat with adding some kind of minor feature to WoW or something, you know, like a, the Raid Finder. And they're usually, they usually structure these around the release of either a new MMO or an expansion. So what do you guys see Blizzard adding to World of Warcraft around the time that Stormblood is being released? Space Marines. <laughs> Lords of Reminion. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, oh, hold on. When's, uh, uh, because I don't know that I haven't been following World of Warcraft news uh, close enough to know if there's anything big coming out around that time, but the Hearthstone expansion, when's that due out? Uh, next month early. Oh, okay. So April. April. Well, and, and we've got, I mean, because it's a busy time of the year. There's a bunch of stuff that's coming out mm -hmm. right then. The ESO expansion is dropping within a couple sure of weeks is. of that. I mean, like, there's a shitload of stuff that's coming out, and I don't. I don't believe that Blizzard won't have Something. some kind of presence. Oh, probably. I, I, I mean, probably. didn't I believe they say they this is going to be a different kind of year for WoW anyway? Because isn't their usual patch cycle is like, okay, we're going to drop the expansion and then just do Pretty nothing for long. three years. Yeah. But they did say that this this time around, they wanted to do a consistent type of patch cycle. So maybe they will. Maybe. Okay. Like, All right. All right. Well, I did not know that. That's not something that I was privy to. I've been hurt before, Blizzard. You can't fool me. Also, Blizzard, when does the rest come out? Please come out. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up here for Limit Break Radio. I want to thank you all for joining us for today. It's been a fun show having all 281 of you hanging out for today. I want to thank all of our callers. Had a lot of callers today. I love hearing that. I really liked that that one guy in the chat called in, uh, M-R-U-A. Oh, he was actually a really good caller. He was a good a, co cogent point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, that didn't happen. Oh, no, he pussed out. That's right. Never mind. Okay. That's Never fair. mind. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Thanks for jogging my memory on that one. Uh, as well as, you know, any of those YouTube commenters that seemed that they felt like they got one up on me, they don't seem to call in very much either. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the lines are always open. You guys can join us next week. We'll be here starting at 4 p.m. Twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. can call in, put Limit Break Radio on your Skype contacts lists, 810-515-8715. Save it in your your cell phone or limitbreakradio.com slash discord put it on your bookmarks links for next week and come back and join us and give us a call talk to us 
Because if you think you're getting one up on us, you're not. You're not. You're going to be sorely disappointed. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for joining us here at Limit Break Radio. LimitBreakRadio.com is the website. I want to thank again all 280 of you listening at this time. I want to thank our executive producer, Kuki Persona, as well as my crew, Nika Kayanian, Kala Landis, Juxtaposition, and Escalia Rayumasa. I'm a Nero. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Aniro Grigori, Ascalia Rayumasa, Juxtaposition, and Kuki Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzi are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Satori Komeshi, Dark Flux, Null Packet, Shira Hartslot, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content.